Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? We are live. We are live. Holy fuck, it's been a minute. Uh, welcome back, guys. I'm your host, Dallas Bronson of the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I'm joined here by Sleepy Remy the Dog. He's just chilling on my bed doing nothing, just like me. He's a real, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he's a dreamer, not a doer. And uh, joined by my esteemed guest and great friend, Nelson Nelmodovar. How's it going, everybody? Oh, my goodness. Don't talk to them. Talk to me. They're not All right. even here yet. That's true. Yeah, because if you start talking to I them, do you're going to start thinking about their interpretations and reactions of things, and it's really not going to behoove the it conversation. Is, it is a trip, though, because we were just talking right now, and mm-hmm. it didn't feel like anybody. Now I do feel like people are listening. Though. Isn't that weird? That is a trip. Was, that That's was, a mind fuck. Wow. I, I was going to tell you, but I realized I was like, we are talking so much before the show that we're not getting any good conversation on here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta, I gotta shut up. I gotta leave. I, I know. Like motherfucker, if you guys were here before the podcast, bro, Ooh, you would have heard some <laughs> shit. You heard some shit. Actually, it's funny. Cause I usually I'd make the joke like, Oh, we'd be getting canceled, but I don't even want to joke about that shit right now, man. You know what? It's oh, like, did you see? I'm not, I don't want to throw Joe Rogan on the bus. But like, oh, are you gonna are you gonna throw him under the bus? No, is, I'm is not. His hundred no. million dollar shell gonna no. crack when he gets but did you thrown see, under the bus? But did you see the shit like where it's like, oh, he laughed at a Joey Diaz joke? <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> that was the stupidest. And it's like thing this is gonna be canceled, Joe Rogan. Like, no one should support him. Like, a uh, boycott Spotify, and people are like, shut the fuck up. Like, dude, he you know laughed what? at some dude. If laughing at some fucked up shit someone says gets you canceled, I need to be shot up against a wall. It's so like, you know, I don't get about the whole cancel culture thing. It's like people acting the like they thing. never did anything fucked up before. Like, no one's acting like they never fucked up before. Well, and if you think about it, who's fucking canceling the people? It's nobody's. It's fucking nobody's. It's losers. It's people who Man. do nothing bitches. It's people that don't have anything to show for their lives no. anyways. I don't fucking respect or give a shit what any cancel culture fuck has to say because it's like I you why would I trust you you're on fucking you have an internet connection and an attitude and you're supposed to be the authority I don't yeah what the fuck like this person's life's gonna play out what is that like I don't like I don't understand how that like change because these people like like they're there really are nobody like maybe they're trying to figure some shit out but it's like bless their heart yeah I'm like uh, why do you get a like, why do you get to say, like, how someone career, someone's career and life goes? Like, but you're no, like, I don't, who gives those people these power? I was watching a fucking stand-up special from one of, of our favorite comedians who will go nameless. And dude says the N-word, like, within the first 10 minutes. Like, guy, multiple times. White guy. I don't give a shit if a black guy says the N-word. That's, like, his bread and butter. So. Oh. I, I can't think of who that is. I don't. You'll be surprised when I tell you, but mm. it was like, it's so funny how this never came up because I'm pretty sure everyone would try to cancel him now if they knew about it, but it's such a like unknown thing and it fucking literally, I don't know why I'm fucking hiding who it is. It's Joe Rogan. He has this special where he's uh, in the first 10 minutes. He's impersonating 
a white southern racist guy jacking off to like interracial porn oh and he's like talking in the in the he's like impersonating this guy talking shit about the black guys fucking the white chicks in the porn and he's and he says the n-word a couple times as the like southerner Mm -hmm. and i was like just fucking went over right over my head didn't even hear it it was just like oh that's like because the character yeah character i mean you he wouldn't do that today i don't think no but back then it was it was it was twenty years ago. It was just twenty years ago. See, like I would even. I listen. I yeah. I, I know how that sounds. I'm not trying to like no, give someone no. a pass. I don't think anyone should just be throwing the n word around as a white guy. It, it was just fucking. Oh, you had said something and it made me think about this. I don't remember what you said. I don't remember either. It was something <laughs> about. <laughs> I this something about like cancel culture. I yeah. yeah no, I was like just like thinking like. Would that be offensive? Would that be unethical? Like, if you're being a character, who you're making fun of? Well, because he's not like siding on the side side no. of the racist. No, he's like making fun of him. He had. I, he had I a personally l- don't think like that's. He's making fun of him. Like, he is, but also, you could argue just to be the devil's advocate, which apparently is also canceled. No, it's not. Is it really? Shit? Dude, oh my God. There's nothing funnier than people who be like, you just want to be the devil's advocate because you want to be the edgy white guy and you want to pause conversation between people. And it's like, dude, what? you don't fucking understand. If you don't have devil's advocate, that means you can only have conversation with the actual people you disagree with. And then it's probably not going to go that well. No. If you have, if we have like, so when you go to a jujitsu academy or a boxing gym, or you go to the driving range, you practice your golf swing, you practice your Kimura mm-hmm. traps, you fucking practice your kickboxing combinations. You don't just go up to someone and hit them, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have these like conversations. You try to understand. You got to so, get those so reps in. If I, exactly, if I think of something that contrasts with how you feel, but I don't believe it, I'll, I'll use it as a, I'll say, Hey, to play devil's advocate, Mm -hmm. what do you think about this? And then you think about it critically, which is what that's for. Mm -hmm. Fuck. You gotta be a fucking retard to not fucking (laughs) man. Yeah. That's, that's not this. I just got heated. Anyways. (laughs) Sorry, Nelson. Excuse me. Um, I, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Man, I don't even remember. But no, I just, yeah, you have to think critically, though. I don't, that's so, like, it's so odd. Like, that, I don't know. Like, you can't, like, you were asking, you were asking me, like, would that character be. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that everyone's intelligent enough that they can manage a joke without finding a way to say the N word. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah, but it adds more. Because, like, let's be honest. Like, we're looking at a redneck, racist white guy. Yeah. He's not going to, like, hide the N-word. True. So it's like you got to make that character believable. But also, he didn't have to write a joke about that either. Yeah. I yeah, mean, 20 you know, years ago, it was to. probably just like, oh, there you go. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not saying you can't write jokes about this or whatever, obviously. I think everyone should be able to say whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't like it, then they don't get, then you don't support them that's all it is that's all there is to it now i don't think you should incite violence i don't think you should say things that make violence happen but that's you know what i just saw this documentary oh man i wish i knew the name of it because it gave me a good (laughs) 
they had I saw I, this great I, documentary. I, it's I couldn't on tell Netflix. You what it was. It, it's on Netflix, and it's about like Antifa and the alt right. Uh-huh. And I thought I was gonna know everything. Like, oh, these motherfuckers, like both these sides. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? And believe it, I gained a lot more sympathy for people on the left than really? I did before because I'm like, you know what, like. I see why you're like you're in this mindset because mm-hmm. you are kind of like these people go to war with each other all the time. Like alt right people are just like trying to like sep- be white separatists and everything. It's like yeah. fucking crazy. And then like they they're starting to like gain people, which is terrifying. Because I'm like because before like I grew up like there's a Kuga clan. It's like it's just a bunch of dumb rednecks, dumb yeah. rednecks. But mm-hmm. then like now there's people like the alt right where it's like. This Richard Spencer guy, I think he's dumb, and I like, yeah. and I can anyone can reasonably debate him, but I'm like, but he's smart enough to get people to join him. So I'm like, oh, okay, I see. Like that is kind of a threat where you can get this like this like young white kid that's in this weird space, mm-hmm. you know, like with everything. You, you know how life. easy it is to tell a young white kid that hey, pe- people are coming for your way of life. Yeah. That's and, all it takes. And, you and know, if you phrase it that way, they're going to think, oh, shit, they are coming from my way yeah. of life. I'm going to join the people that say they're on my side. Mm-hmm. And there's also the thing of like, let's say you listen to someone like Ben Shapiro and you're a conservative person. Yeah. Ben Shapiro, definitely not a racist, not anti-Semitic. He's Jewish, guys. Stop calling him anti-Semitic I, and a Nazi. It's crazy. Fuck. But it's like, okay, so you're watching that guy. And then everyone's like, anyone who watches Ben Shapiro is a fucking Nazi. And so you're being constantly called a Nazi. And next thing you know, the only person sticking up for you is the Nazis. So yeah. it's just a tribal thing. Like, well, who's sticking up for me? And not, not, saying and not that's the no, real Nazis, but the people you're calling Nazis. Nazis. But even, well, that's the thing. And it's the all right people that who take the Ben Shapiro people. Uh-huh. And it's the same with like Jordan Peterson. Like Jordan, like I, he shouldn't even be in the same conversation. I can't believe anyone calls him a, a Nazi or alt right or anything. I I didn't see that documentary about him, but it's I, funny. I didn't watch it either. I haven't seen it either. But it he is so misinterpreted. Just what yeah. I've like read on Quillette and everything. Mm-hmm. Which if anyone's listening, read Quillette. What's that? that? Quillette is a great blog and it's got like smart intellectual thinkers that like it's not like I've never heard that in the same sentence before. What? It's a great blog, smart intellectual thinkers. Yeah, it usually doesn't coincide. I know. Well, man, I just well, I'm getting off topic, but back to Peterson. It's yeah. like people will see him as like, oh my God, he is like think he's gonna be the next Hitler. And like, you're ridiculous. And then there's also people that on the right they're like, see, he like he knows that men are superior to women and and, and they, they'll and that's like misinterpret. Yeah, and they're completely wrong. Like, that's not what he's saying either. So and it's like it was like well they agree with him and it's it's this odd thing I don't mm-hmm. think that's ever happened not that I can think of I'm sure that's happened somewhere in history but where there's a guy a, like just an upward thinker mm-hmm. of everybody coming up yeah and that's like even Peterson said one time it's like okay so there's a Nazi man crowd I like I kind of hope that I switch his mind and get him out of there I had this conversation with my good friend Zach Honeycutt one time because mm. he. Um, that was one of the things I think we didn't see eye to eye on is I've always been a big fan of Peterson and I don't think him so much. I'm not going to speak for him now. I don't know what his opinion is, but I was kind of saying, I was like, well, if there are people that disagree the, about what he's about, please go to the fucking seminar. Go listen to him speak. Cause if you are prejudiced and you hear what he has to say, I'd much rather 
it switch you to being more virtuous mm-hmm. and more tolerant and vice versa. I, if, if there's someone who thinks that he was too, um, oh, you just gave me the example and now I can't fucking think of it. Help me out, Nelson. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> no, I, I think I know what you're saying. Like, um, where it's like, if you think that he is so far right, and you're like a liberal leftist person mm-hmm. you go see him and you go, Oh, this is actually coming from a place of, of, yeah. of psychological understanding. This isn't something that's politically warring with me. I, you yeah. Know, th- I, then that'll change your mind that way too. It'll bring people together in the middle. Yeah, so exactly. To speak. And honestly, you don't have to fucking like Jordan Peterson. I don't give a shit if you guys do or don't. I like him. I read his book. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got a raise after <laughs> fucking reading it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really helpful. Absolutely. Oh, it definitely so many is. Videos. Someone was actually, it might've been you. Someone was showing me an old Peterson clip online. Actually, I lied. It's uh, one of these awesome jujitsu meme pages I follow. Mm. I fucking always mix these two guys I would have credit up. for it though. No, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Motherfucker. But he, he shared a great um, old Peterson video and I was like, damn, this guy's just hyping people up being clever but like way more intellectual than clever yeah well that's the thing it's not just like a motivational speaker it's someone who's like getting to like the deep science of things yeah it's and like in going upward i think like young i don't know too much about young but there's guys like rogers and um maslow and i think like peterson takes that from like an like almost religious founding which i think that was what young was trying to do Mm. And see, someone's gonna fact check me here because like that is not what young. That's fine. About. What are they gonna do? DM my Instagram? And go. Like, Actually, he was me. wrong about this. And I'm like, then don't fucking listen. Oh no, I didn't get 40 downloads. I got 39 this month. Big deal. <laughs> but that being said, too, like, like in that, in this whole that triggered this whole conversation was just yeah. like, people should be like, okay, like, oh shit, I was wrong. Like my bad. You should like, be allowed to. I, lo- I I don't feel like you're allowed to anymore. If if you admit that you were wrong, then now people can just villainize you oh and immediately God. put you into... Here's one of the things that annoys me. That not just annoys me, like infuriates me. You're not allowed to learn from your life. If you think you're not allowed about to learn from something, your you're not allowed to evolve. It's like you just go to canceling someone instead of enlightening them. And yeah. then liking this new version of yourself. I know you used to shit your pants, motherfucker. Yeah. Am I supposed to be like, get the hell away from me, you pants crapper. Man. I was potty trained day one, bitch. Like, I, it's, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, it is crazy. And you know what's crazy, too? Like, um, I think me and my girlfriend are having a debate about this. And I and um, I think I ended up leaning towards her, right? She's way smarter than me, so that's probably why. But um, I think we we're talking about those teenage kids they said something racist like on Snapchat or something and they didn't get to graduate. Oh, and it was okay. fucked up what they said. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah. I was like, well, like, should they be docs? And people are like, where the, where the fuck do they live? And Absolutely I'm like, Absolutely not. I'm like, that's like, listen, man, they're 17. Like, what? They're like, they're from bumfuck Alabama. Like, how much do they know? You know, like, they haven't what seen the world. What did you think they thought? Yeah. Like, they're just like some stupid teenage kids. Like you've been a student. We were all stupid teenage kids. Like, was it like, was it okay what they said? Absolutely not. It shouldn't actually be forgiven, but it's like, listen, man, like let them get what better as say? people. Do you remember? I think they did like blackface. Uh huh. 
Was I, this around here? No, no, okay. no. This was oh Alabama, Duh, yeah, heard, or somewhere, somewhere like here. Kentucky, or I don't know, okay. some southern place. See, I don't like what the fuck. Mine is all the about. same. See, and that's the same kind of generalization that Rogan was making when he was making that fucking uh, joke about the racist. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So they didn't get to graduate the doxing you were saying? Yeah, and then they were like, where the fuck are they? Where are their doxing and everything? I'm like, well, you, like, you're just gonna, like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna go there and protest this house? Like, well, like, what? I don't know what to tell do you. Do you like, not think that someone in Alabama wouldn't fucking shoot you if you came onto their property? That, yeah. In any capacity? The, there's that, too. And it's like, just, those are the most open carry and concealed carry states, like, everyone has a gun in Texas, like, which is kind of the South, but kind of not. They're really their own entity. Um, if you go somewhere in the fucking South and like, you can't do that shit, like throwing shit around protesting. Like yeah. that shit's not happening in those gun friendly states. No, like, well, I think, I think this one, I kid and I might, and it's another thing I could be wrong, but like New Mexico has like an open carry thing. I think crime went down like a lot. I'm not for sure on this, but I think like that's it's a that's different what, element. You're not gonna fuck with someone's like they might have a gun. That's what southern charm and southern politeness comes from. Everyone's like, oh, better be nice. They have, they a, have gun. a gun. You know, there might be some truth to that. There might. I think. Listen, I think that if you are mentally capable and are safe enough and psychologically uh, sound enough, everyone should have a fucking gun. I go with the Sam Harris argument. Um, Ooh, he wrote that? a great his. He to sum it up mm-hmm. was basically like, it should be as hard to get a gun as it is to get your driver's license. Agreed. Okay, I thought we'd be in disagreement on that, but that's good. Yeah, because I'm just like I don't like because what think do you have California, to do to get a driver's license? You have, you have to, to take pass a, test, a test, and then you have to show someone that you can also use this tool, mm-hmm. and they have to say, "Cool, you didn't uh, fucking hit the biker, and you also didn't shoot at my feet." Like that's great. Mm-hmm. These things you should absolutely prove that you're capable with a gun. I think you can buy a gun and then go train with it too just like you I, know what i would go as far as the same thing though like you should have to know another gun owner like like mm-hmm. same with getting your permit like you can only yeah. drive with someone who knows and how to drive that that's a great way to uh yeah because I, I, all the well and if you think about it i don't know anyone who's just bought a gun never shot a gun before ever i think i've my entire i've i've shot guns growing up i i know how they feel i know what the recoil feels like i'm mm-hmm. comfortable to an extent with most calibers like i fucking wouldn't just go into the gun store having known nothing i'm glad i had that information mm-hmm. that that was really helpful i'm glad someone taught me how to drive yeah yeah you should like I mean, i'm comfortable driving on the farm on yeah. the ranch you know what i mean yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i'm not trying to make this into like some fucking right-wing show I'm telling you guys. I know we just <laughs> talked about doxing the N-word guns. I, man, I don't Jordan know how Peterson. we got here. It, it, it's because we're not allowed to just talk about things like this on the internet because the majority of people will literally just skewer us and it's like, ah, damn, like we didn't get a chance. Like, Actually, I don't... Back... Were we? Ta- I think we were talking about that before, yeah, before but, the podcast. Like, who are the people that make these cultural decisions? Like... Twitter. I don't know. And Twitter. Twitter. I, I, yeah. I don't know what happened with the Twitter blue mark. I'm on Twitter. Follow mm-hmm. me. But uh, <laughs> but um, I'm like, yeah, like who like who makes these decisions? Like what makes like you fuck? I don't know. Like ha- like a white guy having braids. Like 
culturally inappropriate. Like, who decided that? And like, who's the majority? Like, I think I think it's because Wiggers started using black culture as their new platform to like look cool and it's like listen fucker even though white people have had dreadlocks and braids if you look at the vikings if you look at uh, mm-hmm. the bolsheviks like all these people at some point had uh, mongolians even like uh, but like to say to say they just took it from black culture it's pretty obvious the ones who do and don't but to say they can't have them it's like it's it's fucking hair yeah suck my yeah, ass yeah. some people wear wigs what are you gonna be like you took from bald people yeah fuck you the wig looks better than my real hair yeah it's like what yeah whatever you know what this is crazy and just and just to like kind of so we go a little bit more left and please. i please yeah just balance things Man, out my girl was showing me the other day like um unprofessional hair if you google unprofessional hair style at the mm-hmm. workplace it is nothing but black women and it's like, what the fuck? And it's all natural hair. Like, it's just these girls are like natural hair. That's what I think. And I'm that's like, dude, what, is, what the fuck? Like, I think that's what a, what's called a microaggression. That is that, what, is, is that would that be a micro? Man, I'm usually not one to get like triggered, but I'm like, man, that's some bullshit. This like, is bullshit. Like, like, man, like if you're just like a girl, Chris like you Rock, can't just have your natural Chris hair. Chris Rock has this fucking really powerful documentary hair i is seen it called it. hair it, i've yeah. never seen it but i saw it's, commercials dude, for it it's good on, and it's it, good he goes on this journey of like why is black hair not good hair why can i why is my little girl say dad i want this hair and not my black hair like why oh. is that a problem and it, it's so powerful man of like because early on i saw a fucking commercial for it. i'm like 12 years old this thing came out a long time ago yeah it came out a while and i was like fuck that's fucked up and then I've always been in trouble with like dress code shit growing up. So I was always on the side of like, oh, they're giving you shit too. Fuck them. Mm. Fuck the man. Yeah. They're giving you shit because your hair. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah. They're giving me shit because my t-shirt like or my chain wallet. Like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to act oppressed here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're all with you with all your white privilege. Yeah. Yeah, dude, if every white person has white privilege, I don't want to know what some of these white people would do without white privilege because I know some fucking losers. I know some fucking a bottom of the barrel trash and I'm like, this is what white privilege got you. You know what? There is this great book. Have you read Hillbilly Elegy? Nope, dude. That's (laughs) I I wanted to say something funny, but absolutely no. no. Um, What, What is it? Hillbilly Elegy. It's a great memoir about this um, guy from Kentucky. Yeah, man, he um, from the rural South, crazy, the typical Southern like hillbilly family and Mm -hmm. kind of like how he rose out of it and just kind of like that culture. And it's really, he, I can't do that book justice, but I really recommend anyone read because everyone's like, oh, white privilege. And granted, I do believe there's white privilege, but just not for all white people. I, yeah, I don't think it's universal at all. No, I don't think I, it's an absolute. I think, uh, excuse the pun, but I think there's a gray area for a lot of people. It's there, not It's not black or white. It's definitely like yeah, that. Yeah, there's vault, there's levels to this shit. Yeah, I, there, there is. Yeah, like why isn't that like, dude, there's like definitely, there's for sure some white privilege, like definitely. But it's like, I mean, dude, yeah, you're from here. Like, you're yeah. Lompoc. Like, there's some white people here. They don't got, like, where is their privilege? They, like, they ran out of white privilege. Yeah, like, like they, they, they ran tapped out, like, out in, at free lunch at school. That yeah, was that was their, that was the, <laughs> their that was privilege. The, <laughs> that's all the privilege they got. <laughs> yeah, man, that is like, that. that's it, man. Like, I was just like, fuck. Like, yeah, not everyone gets privilege, man. Like, that. 
Like not not all white people get privilege. Like they just don't. So I I don't know. Just we gotta throw out the phase the phrase all. Like that's a ridiculous like have you, like like Pe- all people, cops are bastards. Like all cops are bastards. All cops are bastards. Like the only like, bastard cops I know about are the ones you guys report on on the news and stuff. You know what? Because ninety nine percent of the cops I've interacted with in person have been just fine. Just have you not a see, complaint. I've. I'm not gonna say. I'll say okay. Reasonably, how like what percentage do you think cops are like all cops? If, like in a big pie chart, how many of them are assholes? Oh, um, the same amount. You know what? Probably a higher percentage than people are assholes in general because they have such a high stress job. You're first of all, I, yeah. you're just you're just putting regular dudes in this position, and regular women are but cops see, too. But and okay. then they fucking have people lying to them all day and every day. Mm-hmm. They have people that are running from them that are breaking law. And to be fair, there's a lot of silly laws that they're enforcing that are causing the extra conflict anyways, mm-hmm. which sucks. But I mean, fuck dude. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I know. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I, don't <laughs> I don't even, even know. fucking know. I what think I know. we're all in that phase right now. Anyone who says they know what they know is full of shit. I'm trying to be so much more forgiving because all I see online are people telling other people how to live their lives. And I'm not okay with that. No, it's like your post just told me I have to do this or we must do this. You're compelling people to live a certain way, which might be against their nature. And that's not okay with me. Yeah. Well, I think it's man. I think it's a thing. I think this COVID has a lot to do with it. It's like it does. I think it's definitely amplifying things. It's for sure. Because now all we have like before even this, like it was starting to get that way. Yeah. And it's because, dude, we're on our phones all the fucking time. But there was, and there was so much wiggle room of like, oh, like, let's, everyone could have a reprieve from their outrage. Mm-hmm. I don't, tra- there's some people that are genuinely upset about the awful things that are going on in this world and they have a voice and they have things to say and they're really important. And also there's just as many, just as many fucking people that are weaponizing the things that they say just for fun, like not for fun, but to be outraged, to be heard, to be feel like they count. Yeah. Well, and, that's what and, I think it is. I think it it's sucks. a lot of ex- existential crisis happening right now with yeah. people. People want to be part. And you know what, man? Like, I don't know how you felt like looking at the sixties, like in high school or just whenever you looked at the sixties. Wasn't born. Oh, <laughs> but looking back <laughs> at history, motherfucker. <laughs> just like, but like just looking at part of the sexy, like sixties, I'm like, man, that'd be something cool to be a part of like segregation no and in that shit <laughs> like i get it man like how cool would that and you hear like older people like man i was marching with martin luther king like i think people want to be part of that i think we've like we've been so spoiled i think I people want to be a part of fucking, that fucking dude i thought martin luther king was like the coolest motherfucker when i was a kid. oh and uh, this sounds so like uh, 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 pandering yeah but, yeah uh, I, it was one of the first like long chapter books i read was a uh, his autobiography. Oh, I had and, that. Like, they audible. used to like play fucking plant bombs on like his mom's porch Man. and shit. And just like crazy Bro. things. And that motherfucker was just like, no, like peaceful marching. Man. Like I would not have taught if someone put a bomb on my man. doorstep, I'd be killing crackers. Oh man. Are you I, kidding? I, I posted this great picture on my Instagram last year or whenever, man, I hardly post, but, um, <laughs> 
but is Martin Luther King with his son pulling a burning cross out of the ground of wow. his lawn. And man, and then I forgot. To and then as soon as the photographer fucking uh, like, just finished taking the camera, he's like, I right, get this shit the fuck out of my lawn. Man, he, just he lost it. But there's, this, there's another great documentary about him. Man, that guy was fucking, I wonder, like, I don't want to sound like that guy, but I'm like, dude, I wonder if Martin Luther King was smoking a little weed on the side to like chill him out. Because I'm like, I don't Hopefully. know how cool I would be. Like, I'm sure he was like, like him and Marcus Aurelius were like probably right here mm-hmm. together. But I'm like, damn, man, that's like to be cool like that, like to not go off and like someone trying to kill your family. And then towards the when like he knew he was going to get assassinated, too, which is another crazy thing. The crazy and another thing is the FBI did that shit. Yeah, man. Like he, we killed Martin Luther King Jr., but also we passed the desegregation laws mm-hmm. and stuff. You know what? <sighs> you know what? Another funny thing about that is what is funny about no, that, dude. No. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? Dude? <laughs> yes. What is what is you what are, is amusing? You are redefining the word funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, he got that pass through Lyndon B. Johnson, who was it could be arguably called a pretty racist dude. Racist like, for our time, not his time. Yeah. Or mean, both. Definitely our time. Yeah. But oh, like yeah, his okay. time too, like he did not want segre- like desegregation to happen. Okay. I don't know. That can be argued. But he found out because they were spying on him that Martin Luther King was cheating on his wife. Oh. But like I forgot this is in 48 Laws of Power too, but Lyndon and Johnson, like they were all cheating on their wives. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're not so holy. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you cheat on your wife too. Yeah. And like in that they way. They fist bumped. They're like, they, oh, shit. Yeah, like we're we're still, like we're both in the devil's cauldron here. And that is actually in the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. I also recommend. Right. Dallas, you never read any Robert Greene books? I, no. What? Oh, man. Dude, those these books are for show. If you open them, those pages are blank, bitch. you read a lot more fiction than i do and which i man listen you like you read bukowski i'm like damn man i do not read bukowski i was given bukowski by the sweetheart one of the biggest supporters of this podcast clara cobb Mm. she is a diehard bukowski fan and i have like a bukowski book in there that i never finished and that one over there is hers and i started reading it and i was like yeah i don't like him Oh no! You know, I read his book, The Pulse of Service, a long time. It that book was a trip. The way he writes is, is wild. But anyway, going on to like, um, Robert yeah, Robert Greene, man, check him out. All his books are amazing. I, I know the name too. Was it with the E at the end? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's. I I've heard of Forty Eight Laws. Of oh Power. man, he's like every CEO, every big rapper. Like Forty Eight Laws of Power is like mm-hmm. that book's like a secret. I love books like that. Like, Which is funny because if you read The Secret, it's a bunch of bullshit. That's funny. Yeah, the Secret <laughs> is a bunch of bullshit. That lady ever gets sued? I don't care. Man. I'm not trying to cut that, you off, but I don't care. Oh, yeah, but it's just... If you're stupid enough, which I was at one point because I totally watched the documentary and I was like, oh my God, I just put it out in the universe. And it's really like, oh, I was just thinking positively. So now I was more yeah. happy about doing things that were better for me. See, that would make a lot more sense, but it's like... That's all it is. But yeah, but the, wasn't there people like ladies like I have cancer, but I'm just gonna like believe and think my cancer will go away. 
It's like this girl didn't do chemo, nothing. Oof. And she passed. So it's like, man, does, is that lady kind of liable for putting that out there? L- listen, we don't fucking need people like that anyways that are believe- just so gullible. Oh, Please leave some chemo room for people that are like... M- making a difference someone man, you know I, what I mean i don't i can't judge people when they're in that state like man maybe she did try chemo and maybe it came oh, okay. back well you like, just said she didn't fucking do chemo so oh, like, she didn't do maybe, the second maybe, time maybe for sure. we, don't, like, we don't need her clogging up the chemo lines man. for the people the cancer patients that are like still contributing to society not uh, just giving uh charlatans their money uh, yeah their documentaries and books Oprah backed her up though. When Oprah says, "I don't give a shit," Wait, Oprah's so fucking rich. She's just like, "This clearly works." And it's like, "No, the money worked. It's the <laughs> money, bitch. You're doing fine because you have a bajillion dollars. That's why it worked. It, everything works for you. You're fine. Your diet worked. Oh, because you have every resource for diets you know to work what? in the world. I love Oprah, but that is true. I I do love Oprah. When I was a kid, I used to watch Oprah after school. I used to watch Montel and oh, yeah. Montel Williams show yeah, yeah. Um, and Dr. Phil a lot. Montel was my guy. Oh, the, yeah. I, I'm going to stop right there because that's the like second time when I'm like, this black person, I love that black person. <laughs> da, da, da. I'm not trying to fucking pander. Uh, we man. just got there. Can we go back to what we, we were talking oh, about? Oh, man, dude. We, what do you think about cops? What percentage oh, of cops know, do you like, think damn, are fucking like, assholes? Like, this ADHD is showing up in both of us right Ooh. now. <laughs> I'm just so excited to be near a stranger. <laughs> Social, de- you're the first like stranger to be in my house in so long. Like, you're not gonna talk about the guy who just walked out. But, no, I just fuck. You caught me. Uh, what do you think of co- what percent? Man, do, do you think you're assholes? Hmm. <sighs> Okay, this Please. is just off the top of my yeah. head. I'm going to say 40% people coming in mm-hmm. to be a cop are assholes. Yeah, okay. And then I think you probably gain like a good, man, I would say as far as like you're in the, you're doing that police work, 50% are assholes. I've had so many mixed reactions with cops. Okay. Like, and I'm a white dude. And then I have like, but you're a, like a hippie white dude. I'm a hippie white dude, and like, then my last name is Puerto Rican. You're literally the the antithesis to my baton. <laughs> you fucking hippie, use the back door. <laughs> like, are you? If I was a cop and I stopped you, I'd be like, dude, just give me the fucking mushrooms right now. Uh, I can't man, I'm not that hippie. Like, I mean, maybe a little bit. I know you're microdosing yeah. at this very second. Whatever. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> but man, yeah, with cops, man, like I know people growing up who, man, if they're listening to this, you'll be like, fuck you, Nelson. I don't see what I'm going to say. Um, man, they're like people who are going to be cops and they're signing up to do that school and whatever. I'm like, wow, that's funny. Like you're all, you're all assholes. Like yeah. you're bully people. Like one of them I know, like you're a racist. Like I hear you mm-hmm. yell the N-bomb all the time like as a joke so it's like which is which is not that funny it's not funny like it it's not funny you're right not that funny it was probably the wrong thing to say no it's, it's not like, funny it's not funny at all like it's not it's not that i'm offended by it it's just like you're a fucking moron yeah i i i, I do i stop it getting offended on someone else's behalf if there's you, someone i deeply deeply care for and you say something very negative and badly about them i will be offended and defend them but i i just i'm i I don't know. 
like I'll be upset and I'll disagree with what you have to say, but I'm not going to be so offended that I just show you how outraged I am. So I look better. Mm -hmm. I, I, I draw the line there. Yeah. I even, I, you know what? I don't think I've ever been offended by somebody's like personally offended. Maybe like if you talk about my family or me, but like something like all white people are this or, you know, all Puerto Ricans are that, whatever. I've never like been like personally offended. And my dad's taught me that. It's like, man, if you're gonna be, I think he posted something like Stan Hope said this, right? Like yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like my dad is raising me that way. It's like, yo, if you're going to get like offended by people's words, like your life's going to be a lot harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so true, man. Like all these people I see getting triggered by words. I'm like, for real, man, like your, your parents didn't raise you right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you right now that that went over so well when I posted it. Did it? No, no, no. I was saying like people, <laughs> do people come after you? Like I had, you to po- I, had, I had to post the accompanying video cause it's totally out of context. And I just shared it just on a whim. Cause I was like, I love Stan Hope. I like all things comedy network. And mm. it's literally said if you, it, the quote is, uh, if you get offended by any word, your parents failed there as a the, fucking failed as raising you or whatever. And immediately someone's like the N word. They're like, Oh, do you think so? Someone should just not be offended when they hear the N word. Oh like, my oh, goodness. No, no. It just means like when you say cunt or faggot or someone says, Oh fucking if uh, it, was, it literally was like about cuss words. It was the bit in the joke mm-hmm. and everything. You know, it just, I was like, you should definitely take offense when someone just throws the N word around, but don't fucking take it and embellish it. What you should do is take that as information that they're probably intolerant, that they're prejudiced or that they need to be enlightened. And that, Hey, maybe you can talk to this person. Like my dad said some off color shit and I've had to sit there and talk to him and kind of, not only play devil's advocate, but like pretend that I felt similarly to him to mm. get like him to kind of open a little yeah, and yeah. then get like the real hard questions of like, Hey man, you yeah, know? you just can't come at it. That's yeah. another thing too, which like I think is missing from like the left, like that Martin Luther King preach. Like you got to get on these people's level. Like, like, okay. Like you hate what do you black mean people? these people, these people. God damn it. You set me up. This is gotcha journalism. <laughs> No, right when I was getting this motherfucker. <laughs> but like, you need to like, like the like these racist people, like real racist, like these motherfuckers with tiki torches. Oh my like, god! Like, listen, They're- you mayo eating dude. Like, you can't be like, like you racist motherfucker. Like, I want to know, like, dude, what made you racist? Like, I that's a know. horrible way to live a life. Like that, like, like this is gonna be on. Like, dude, you probably went through some trauma, like with some, with like some you know, mm-hmm. some element in your life. Like there's this, uh, misinterpreted. So, so there's this, a uh, song by minor threat called guilty of being white. Mm. And it totally toes the line lyrically of like how, uh, I'm sure like grumpy alt alt right white people probably fucking feel, mm. but it was written because, uh, Ian McKay got bullied because he went to a mostly uh, mostly black school. So mm. he was like the odd man out. Ah. So he got bullied a lot and he's like, I didn't fucking do slavery. Why the fuck are you punching yeah. me and taking my lunch money? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And same thing with Henry Rollins and they both have uh, come out and been like some of the most liberal fucking people mm-hmm. in that music scene. Yeah. In like all of punk music and mm-hmm. it, 
it just shows you like you see how things change how like it's okay and you're not thankfully no one's trying to cancel you for making a song Mm -hmm. like that because it wasn't a prejudice song to him back then it was like hey man um I didn't do that. That happened yeah. years ago. You know, I wasn't even around. You know what? I don't even hate that's, you. you know, Stop th- tanking my lunch money. That's crazy. And it's the same thing that like I feel like a lot of black and brown people, like people stereotype like, oh, who's this black guy? You're probably going to steal some shit. It's like, like oh yeah, maybe I'm sorry. some I didn't, other I didn't black mean guy to use did. the steal example so heavily. Oh, no, I just no. fucking leaned into that stereotype. <laughs> but like, yeah, man, I feel like, yeah, man, people go through that. Like my one of my like my mentor is a black guy, Justin Taylor. And um man, he's like one of the best people I've ever met in my whole life. Like I look up to him like in so many ways. <laughs> I know black person, he best black one I of the best persons I, I, ever I do, met. I we do sound, sound like so that. stupid. I know, we I know. S- I mean, I'm not saying you sound but I just feel like <laughs> we're like, I'm not gonna apologize for being white, but we're literally sitting here like, no, man, no I'm so I, sorry. I love black people. Martin Luther King's I, amazing. Man, I, I, fucking- think you, I think you gotta play the line, like, because people like are so immediate. I think like yeah. those people won't even listen to us. They're like, fuck these guys off, and then go write about us. And I just, not even hear I, about I this. feel a little silly because it's like we're literally just two white dudes like speculating on oh. how uh, people of color feel. Yeah, well, I mean, I can say I've seen, like, this could make me sound, like, real, like, I'm the guy, but it's, like, my, like, I'm actually half Puerto Rican, my dad's Puerto Rican, like, and then... You would never tell by looking at it, which means you get full discount white privilege. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure, and that's what, like, and this is my dad's, like, man, like, you're white, like, you, like, you don't have to deal, like, I, I get that, because I've seen it with my dad and then Justin, like, oh, wow, like, these cops are just looking at you because of the color of your skin. Like that's a scary fucking feeling. Like, so yeah, I'm like, that's a I, real, real yeah. prejudice. And I think like a lot of white people don't see that. I'm see like, what prejudice? Yeah, I think a lot of people like like because like you were saying like you had like so many or good interactions, interactions with cops. With cops yeah. And a lot of white just, people I'm do. Just so cool. You are pretty cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Like I think a lot of people don't see that. I don't know how we got here, Dallas. I don't. I, it, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. This is exactly what happens. See, you, you know, know what? what? I, no, I listen to podcasts that go like this, and I'm like, I fucking hate this podcast because I was trying to figure out that question you were asking. Dude, and you isn't went, that this, so this, this. annoying? That's something like, damn, oh, like, I already like, like, I want to know how you felt about that. That was my favorite part when you brought up the fucking 69 T Birds, uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that's not even a real car. Um, 60 and T Birds. There was no T Birds in 69. No. That was a 50s car. <laughs> also, probably wrong. I've never in my life said something wrong on my podcast and then gotten a response about it ever. So I just realized like it doesn't matter yet. I'm I'm, I'm training for when I get the you know response of like hey listen actually uh actually actually like I haven't gotten that yet but uh I think it's because like the people that actually bother to listen or at least pretend to listen just. They're like, I know this asshole. He's stupid. Yeah. They're just like, oh, fucking Dallas. He's stupid. Yeah. If you've heard something stupid I've said on this episode, you've heard it on another episode, too. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, we're just all human. Natural but that's conversation so- just is so much better. And it's so much it, funnier. Yeah, it, just, it is. Like- I, I started this podcast so I'd have an excuse to hang out with my friends. And that's the only reason I started it. And it's turned into a lot with this. It's fine. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like 
this doing this is fun. Like this, I haven't had this conversation with someone else in a while. Yeah. Like this, just like uh, purely uninterrupted. Like we're not on our phones. Like it's, this is, and then yeah. it's like, you almost have to think a little bit harder than you usually would. Cause like there's a mic. Like, so yeah. you have to, like it's some element. You have to make sure. So you have to conduct yourself. Like, you know how I was saying before we started, like, uh, I'm, I come from a family where like one of us says something in public and it's mm. like, Ooh, Jesus, like, ew, like you're making me uncomfortable. It's not bad, but it's like enough to be like, uh, people can hear us. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Like you're making me like so uncomfortable. Every, every person in my family is like that. Oh, so Jesus. it explains a little bit about how, why I am the way I am. But like my mom, my dad, brother said like everyone is like not afraid to be like I don't fucking care what they think like I'm fucking and you're just like oh my god Jesus they can hear you it's like uh, they're speaking for the other people to hear them almost but yeah I, only I get to respond to it and it's very uncomfortable <laughs> um podcast is kind of like you have to make sure you're not being that person when you're talking mm. and to get misinterpreted but also there's a little bit more freedom because they can't hear us yet that is true. The listeners aren't around yet. So that there's is, a so there's this weird I always say there's this, there's this place where this conversation can only exist in this environment. Hmm. If there was no microphones, it would be a different one. If there was 10 people around us, it would be an increasingly oh, different. Oh, definitely. It, definitely. This this is a very unique like same thing if there was a camera on us, even our body language would change, therefore mm-hmm. in influencing our uh dialogue. Oh yeah. So it's uh, there's con- there's different kinds of conversations that can only happen in different different kinds of environments, and this is one of them. And it's one of the unique ones. Hmm. Yeah, man, it is is new. I recommend anyone to get on a pod. This is, yeah, man, it's a different element of conversation. It's an experience right now. I'm I'm happy to hear that. That yeah, really means a lot to me. Yeah, man. It, it this yeah. It's it's an experience. I yeah, man. I I totally get this. And I was like, I was really like, man, like, like I, if I'm going to be on podcast, it'll be on Dallas's podcast. Thank you. And, and I was like, ah, oh, like, but I'm like, not really anybody, but it doesn't even matter, man. It's the conversation that happens but the, because see, of this. Listen, listen, I don't ha- not to insult my listeners here, but they're also not really anybody. Most that, people are, aren't people. Really, like nobody's anybody. Uh, yeah, who, who's anybody really? Yeah. Um, but the, it's important to have someone on that has very normal thought process, has very normal understanding of things, dialogue. You have real person thoughts. Mm -hmm. If I have someone that is so far removed and so insulated, that's man, I never thought about like a celebrity or like someone who's like super established. Like you can even tell in the conversations I've had with people that are on varying levels of success or local celebrity. Mm -hmm. And it's a different conversation. Yeah, it's I fine because that. I want to have that conversation anyways because I've never had it with that person like this before. Mm-hmm. That's important. That's awesome. So uh, people, almost everyone that's come on is like, ah, well, well, I'm not anything special. I don't have anything to talk about. What am I going to even say? And then we have this amazing fucking conversation. Yeah, I dig it. It's just, I guess it's because the way I listen to podcasts, like, man, I only listen to like, like a guest, like, that seems interesting to me. Like so I I guess it's like man I I push that way on everything like would I watch this or like would I do this would I think this way if I were in these shoes and I'm like yeah I don't know if I would listen to me. 
It's like I, I, I get, like I, I will that. listen I get to that. yeah. But I got to tell you, for the first like five years, I listened to Joe Rogan's experience. I never missed a single episode. Man, do you miss episodes now? All the time. Oh, dude, I don't. It's, even it's so hard to keep episodes. up. Well, yeah. First of all, he has he has one of the most frequent. I don't know of any other podcast that does as many episodes That's a year as he true. does. Name one. He has it, I think, at least three to four a week. That's yeah. 150 a year. He's on in the 1500s of his podcast. I started listening in the late 600s, early 700s. I've listened to... I don't know, 10,000 hours of Joe Rogan speaking Jesus. to people. And for the first couple of years, I never missed a single episode because I learned so much just in the first few months. Mm-hmm. I, and I got so like empowered as an individual and started uh, Man. taking into consideration my health, personal responsibility, mm-hmm. motivation, exercise. So much in my life has been positively influenced by podcasts. That's another reason why I want to have a podcast. I wanted to be able to be a positive influence on someone and maybe open their mind to something that uh, has really done a lot for me. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And I think you like you build a, like you kind of build like that logos of like of doing that. Yeah. Man, no, that's so true, man. And Joe Rogan, and that's like have you seen that uh what is his name? Louder with Crowder like meme. Yeah. It's like like Joe Rogan is just Oprah for men, change, change my, my mind. mind. Absolutely. That is so true though. I feel like so many men I feel- are going through this uplifting mm-hmm. point, like yeah. myself and you included, and like man, like Dustin and like whoever listened to Joe Rogan, like you get motivated whether you like it, like whether you know it or not. Yeah. Is it just coincidence that my friends that listen to Rogan are doing better than my friends that hate Rogan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, but, I'm not saying that and it's he, the same you with have like, to listen to something that it, I would never tell someone that they have to do it, but it's been a positive influence. Yeah, in lives. it is. And so many men listen to like it used to like every like I think I think almost every guy I'm even somewhat close to. Mm hmm. Like I'm just a friendly acquaintance yeah. with, like they all listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. And yeah, so it's like a connection. And I like it too. Like, oh, you listen to Joe Rogan? Like, like, oh, we're on the same kind of level. Like you're probably like more weed friendly. Mm-hmm. You're probably like in the jujitsu and like uh, you, know you know about MMA to some extent. Yeah, you know more the than MMA. Like you're an open minded person. That's why it's like, oh, okay, you could because he has so many different people. I know. He has people on that piss me off and I have to turn the episode off because I'm like, I can't fucking listen to this shit oh, anymore. I remember we had that conversation a long time when uh, Milo yipped. I kn- yeah, I would You say you didn't listen. I listened I, to that whole thing and I was just like well, what a very funny person that was. I don't give a fuck about Milo. Like, that's one of those people that I'm just like, I'm not going to listen to you. I don't give a shit. I don't think I people should at- stop you from having, uh, what, he he had some, like, what is it called? Like a speaking he, thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a speaking thing. What are they called? It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? It, he didn't get to have it. Yeah. And Wham. that guy was so, yeah, I was just listening, like, and I was like, wow, people, like, I guess I look at it, like, anthropologically, like, like, oh, who are the people that, like, listen to this guy and, like, follow him? And, like, and what kind of person? Like, how did this person become, like, this oh. very, like, openly gay, really, like, alt-right person? Like, how yeah. does that? And then, like, I, I think not, his I'm, husband was black, too. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. how did 
who's that guy? He was like, <laughs> yeah, what in the Uncle Tom's going on oh, there? You can't man. trust him. Uh, that's is super odd. I was like, wow, this is so weird. He's probably a great guy. Sorry. Maybe, <laughs> Not Milo, but his husband. Husband, maybe. Um, Maybe Milo is a great guy. Maybe he's just trying to get the bills paid. I think, like, I think he is just a it. troll. I think he is just a troll. However, there is something uh, he said. Well, he was talking about uh, how pedophilia or, or um, underage is like a gateway to someone's yes. sexuality. And he was trying to justify that because he was uh, touched as a kid by like a priest or some yeah. shit. And he's like, oh, I seduced him. Like, oh, that, yeah. that and was I was just lie. like, no, you fucking did it. Man. Like legally impossible. You know what, man? And I'm not I mean, gonna- I'm not going to say that when I was 14, I didn't want to fuck some 28 year old chick. Oh, for sure. But also you don't get to do that and just get to be like, see, she was the gateway to my sexuality. Yeah. No, no she wasn't. The fucking girls next door on ETV was the gateway to your sexuality. Yeah. You yes. fucking idiot. You didn't yeah, just get, yeah, the fucking the, get molested and it's chill, you asshole. Man, yeah, that's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. You know what? And I'm not trying to put anyone on blast here, but I've had like gay friends growing up mm-hmm. where they're like, damn, we were like 14, 15. And it was like totally normal for them to hook up with guys like in their late 20s. And like, I feel like that's not ever addressed. It's like, I don't know if it's like this I, big secret thing. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And then I, there was really that case wonder. in Hollywood, like some big gay producer would be like, he like all the time he had like 13 year old gay guys come in and like, and it was all cool because like the, the gay kids were with it. And then the gay guy, older guy obviously was with it. And it's just like, and it never got brought up. Like none of those guys ever pressed charges. Like, and I'm like, is this like a common thing in the culture? Like I have, I really have no idea. So I like, that's weird. Like, but is to it, me, I'm like, that seems like a problem, but like, I need to it's have never a addressed. Here. Yeah. I, I don't need know. To ha- I need to have one of them gays in here. <laughs> have, ask him about it. Yeah, man. That's, it was a, yeah, I was like, whoa. But you know what? Have you ever like looked back later to when you were in high school and you remember like, you remember like older guys just hanging around, like dudes who were like in their 20s, like late 20s hanging around? Yeah. Nelson, I wasn't molested, so no. no but I'm just I saying, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But I for, could have been. I don't know. I've had an edible that's made me question it. <laughs> I've had an edible. I was like, wait a second. Was you my babysitter yeah. or my fucking butt sitter? <laughs> but man, like for real though, like there was guys just hanging around, and it wasn't like uncommon. Like, oh yeah, that's Mikey. Yeah. There's no real Mikey. Yeah. But like, but it's like, oh, he's Sorry 23, and he like, and he buys all of us beer. And it was like, but now that like, like how old are you now, Dallas? 25. 25. Can you imagine like hanging out with high schoolers and buying them alcohol? No. That's fucking weird. When I see high schools, high schools, high schoolers walk on across the street, I just think, oh, I should run them over. So my day is easier because they're such a fucking problem. You were a fucking problem. I I, I worked at a high school. So like I. I have like a little bit of sympathy for. Oh, high are you the janitor? Kid. You fucking hippie! You no, fucking I was bearded there son of a bitch! <laughs> you getting pot for the kids? kids. Are you the older guy hanging out? <laughs> it was weird. I got a mistake for a student one time. That was really awkward. They're like, Ooh. "Aren't you supposed to be in class?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, I work here. I work here." Yeah, you, you had to be like, make sure you had your fucking like employee pass. I I'm like, did. And like, "Look, my Subaru's parked in employee parking. What I, do you want from me?" I know. I was just like, "Yeah." There was a teacher nearby. Like, Can you tell him I work here? And they're like, "Yeah, he works here." <laughs> Like, and they're like, oh, sorry. Like, uh, like uh, you know what? Hey, good looking out. Like, I'm glad that someone is in here making sure there's not some just random. They stopped you, and you're, you're white. 
they still stop you. And they're like, who the hell is this walking around my school? You know what? You know what? I I take it back. Stop right there. It was a school. It was a high school. They were like, oh, no, this could be one of the shooters because you're white. So that's Maybe. they just profiled you right there, Maybe. right there. That never, I've never heard someone say, "Oh, see, they profiled you about a white person," and I've been comfortable. It's always been a fucking like. And this conversation now, I gotta fucking get out of here while I still don't belong to a clan, <laughs> dude. That's a trip. Shit. Oh, shit. Hey, <sighs> hey, man, can you pause this? I gotta, yeah. I gotta take a leak here. Me too, man. Fuck, fuck yeah. Paused. Bam, we're live. We're back. There we go. Seamless. I don't remember what we were talking about last, but I want to ask you a question. Please. So why are you moving to San Diego? Um, Thank you for asking me that. I think a lot of people are kind of curious and I don't know how to, I don't know how to answer it. Um, I just visited San Diego a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. kept going back to vacation and it's a beautiful place. It, it is really nice. It's a slightly more... Uh, advanced place. Oh, for sure. Than Lompoc. Um, oh, yeah. First of all, everyone wants to get out of Lompoc. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this place is beautiful, but like in like a, I'm settling down and never doing anything else with my life. Yeah. Way. No offense to you people, but like it just, I, people retire here. People fucking like, yeah, raise their third kid here type of, you know, I it's, don't, it's I don't definitely know. like this is going to like, I mean, I definitely wouldn't mind, like, my situation is different, but, like, if I could, like, move out of Lompoc with my kids and find somewhere new, like, like, possibly. Yeah. But at that being said, I do, like, love Lompoc, and I know that's almost, like, sacrilegious to say, like, if you're from here, mm-hmm. like, but there, there's some things you get in Lompoc that you won't get in another place. Like I said, like, you get a small town feel where everybody kind of knows everybody, mm-hmm. and I think for the most part, like, a lot of us look out for each other. Yeah. Like I noticed like when things happen to someone in the community, the community gets together and will and help someone. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot here. And then there's also like, you know, it's a little hood. But you know what? I, I know you I this is one of the hood places. It's I, a hood I, place. You, you used to live in a hood place. Yeah. I I still live on the same street. Yeah, oh. it's a little hood. <laughs> but I didn't even know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the whole, most hilarious street name. Uh go ahead. But yeah, man, but that being said, like you get that education too. Like you get those street smarts as yeah. well. Like, like, hey, maybe don't you, talk to the guy with the tattoo on his neck. Or like, hey, yeah. that guy's probably on meth. Just leave him alone. Like you can only learn that like in a street town yeah like you won't learn that it has some in beverly big city vibes yeah for a but it's small not town. overwhelming not overwhelming yeah be- like santa maria is a little overwhelming yeah it is santa maria yeah i wonder how people because that i wonder how i feel like there's a that. big like it's very comparable to lompoc in the sense that it is a small town it has small town feel people will know a lot of each other but that's just young people i feel Mm. I feel like that's just a perspective of a young person and it's changed so much since I was a kid. Like I, like going from like Lompoc to like San Luis Obispo County, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, we have to get through the Santa Maria area. Uh, it's like painful for me now. Mm. And I used to live there. Oh yeah, that's right. You lived in, a, did you live in Napomo or yep, Santa Maria? Napomo. I grew oh. up in Napomo. I used to live in Santa Maria. I've lived here. Bakersfield, Bakersfield or Grande. Yeah. Damn, you lived everywhere. I, uh, around I, the state. Yeah. I mean, at least, yeah. Just like in this general fucking quadrant. Yeah, the central. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
So anyway, so you move to San Diego. Yeah. You and your girl are going to move mm-hmm. in. With, That's going to be with, a, Well, okay. So the story is um, she, has, she grew up in Tennessee and she had a best friend hannah who oh, i mentioned I her on, on the, the story po- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so she had like reconnected with kylie whatever vice versa and then she was hannah was like visiting california one time and like met this guy on the beach and started dating him so she'd come to san diego to visit him they had a long distance thing and then um they were super cool and we, we'd go down and hang out with them mm-hmm. and like stay the weekend with them in san diego and ha- just have a good time and we just fell in love with the place and uh, those two are, are no longer together but we still love the place and we mm-hmm. still fucking we're just going down there so we all were just like let's all move down to san diego and at yeah. first it was just like oh wouldn't it be so cool if i just like move down here where it's all nice and the mm-hmm. water's warmer and like you know whatever and it just holy shit we fucking eventually actually that's great and i just need i've tried to move out so many like not so many times but like a handful of times Mm -hmm. and it's never worked so i just really want to fucking get the fuck out and know what it's like already because i feel like i can only go so far living at home my mom type of thing yeah not yeah very productive and also i cannot wait to be like oh my apartment yeah, I don't, not yeah. my mom's apartment, but like my, my apartment. apartment. And I know I've had parties here where I'm sure people thought this was my apartment and no one else lived here. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it felt really cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, they don't even fucking know no, my mom's bedroom right there. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's kind of funny. But um, yeah, I'm moving in the end of August, beginning of September. Oh, okay, okay. Then I'm out. Man, then it, and then taking you know, the show with me, guys. And you know, man, that's good too. Because if you're trying to like, you try to come up in comedy, like you got to get out of Lompoc. That was a big fucking thing. Yeah, I, d- doing three comedy shows in a year is not good for your first year as a comedian. No, um, three sets ever, not shows, but like just three, three sets. sets ever, and they all varied so drastically. <laughs> yeah, man, I know. Well, see, I was like working at Santa Barbara one time when I was like trying my yeah. hand to stand up, so it was odd. It's that's not a comedy town though. I don't know it's what it's funny. like now. They, ha- they have a they have a comedy venue, um, and it was really strange. Like they were trying, but it totally. You realize how big the spectrum of comedy shows are from open mic in like someone's t- t- like twinkle light lit backyard to like a theater to a stadium. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different levels of like coffee shop rock venue uh restaurant like um banquet room fucking like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many different like oh we're just gonna have set up a microphone and pa system and yeah it's gonna be the comedy show and you're and you're and there's we're seeing like you know well-known comedians uh and i'm like fuck like this is a horrible place uh, to be like trying to yeah. yeah, man. I remember I used to do open mics at this place, um, Whiskey Richards in Santa yeah, Barbara. Yeah. And man. Never been. Cool name. Oh, yeah, man. You like it. It's like like a kind of a dive yeah, bar. Yeah, man. It's like yeah. a dive bar, but it's a really cool dive bar. Um, but man, doing comedy there, impossible. <laughs> like back then, <laughs> like like back then, like I thought like, okay, this is the spot, you know? Cause, but then like now that I'm older looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, man, like Cause the open mic was like for people like it was all sorts of weirdos like on a Wednesday night so hardly anyone was there, 
and like, man, there's some guy in a djembe, there's some girl giving poetry, oh. and then there's me doing stand-up, then there's another guy doing a so guitar. So there's, no, like, consistency there's no consistency in, in, in like a crowd's identification of the oh, show. Oh, yeah. People are in and out. It's it, it was super weird. And I did a couple other places. I did one in um, somewhere like in downtown, you like SB, and that was like a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, and I was just so stupid, man. Like, there's material that you have in a bar and there's like material you have at a coffee shop. Yep. I had like bar material at a coffee shop. Oh man. Sure. And I couldn't dude, I couldn't I couldn't do my set. I totally yeah. ate shit. I couldn't I couldn't work clean. My my best bit is about masturbating. So oh, it's man. like I fucking you I, I the only thing that's going to carry me through this painful bombing that I'm going to have for the next 2 or 3 years is like this one bit if I can't use it when <laughs> Yeah, it's man, like, like a fallback, and it's still not good. So I yeah, need it. yeah, man. Like how much? How much like time do you have right now? I don't know, dude. It varies so drastically between what I remember and then what I've written down, and then what is like asked of me. The first time I did comedy, it was twenty minutes. Oh, and you it had went, a big twenty minutes. Your it first time. Great. Well, it was. There's a lot of dead air uh-huh. in your in that. 20 minutes so it's really probably like a 10 okay let's cut it down to 10 because there has to be like you know i take sips of my beer i'm bullshitting i'm meandering i'm fucking looking at my notes crowd work and all that crap whatever you know and just i'm like you can cut 10 minutes right off the top right there Mm. so but um yeah it just and then (laughs) the second time i did it was so fucking bad talk about a bombing where i was like oh i have a chunk of material like quite a bit and Mm. i wrote it too small on my notes and then i couldn't read it and i was like oh god where am i going because i was just cramming as much shit on one page as i like little little notebook page too and it was horrible and then (sighs) it's so funny because it was a long set to suck so bad on a chunk of it but then there was like two parts that were so fucking good and like oh yeah remember you got to remember those jokes those the good ones they worked also the guy who had gone up before me um he didn't have any jokes and he just bought he just walked up he was really drunk and he just said like man fucking oh this shit yeah and it was very painful to watch oh he was drunk and high and i think that that was a big mistake for him obviously yeah yeah um (laughs) not going to call him out or anything, but I'm sure the next time I see him, it'll be a lot better because he's been doing it longer than I have. Um, he, he's got to be better, right? So I don't know how much time I have to answer your question. Mm. I have a bunch of jokes I have that I've never tried out. And then I have a bunch of jokes that I think work, but I don't really know. Cause mm. yeah, man. And then you just like, I used to like, are you always like still writing material too? Yeah. I'll write ideas and like stilts for jokes Mm -hmm. really just like the foundations of it and i really want to be able to work them out because a lot of the funniest shit that i said the first set i did was stuff that i expanded on that Mm -hmm. i wrote on stage oh that you're writing like as you're talking oh yeah and i was like oh yeah those parts are better like there's this uh like a a tag i have for that masturbating joke Mm -hmm. and I thought of it on the fucking spot and it was hilarious and it killed. And then there's another one I have for another dick joke. I have where <laughs> I, it was, uh, there was two different endings to mm-hmm. each thing than what I had written down and they killed and they're funny. And I was like, damn it. 
Yeah. That was fucking, that's exactly what I fucking need to Man, see, that's do good. Is just, I, I don't know if I ever had one of those moments. I Man, I can't remember. What was your material like? Did you write oh, it down? Dude, How it did you bad. write jokes? Yeah, I, what I would do is like I would write down material. I would pretty much like write out my whole set, just like free write it. And then like I would repeat it. And then I would just kind of get the general idea. And then just like, and then I would practice like on the way home because I had to drive every night from yeah. like Lompoc to Santa Barbara. Yeah. And like those two hours, I would just practice my tear on nice. the car like a crazy person. Yes. That's not crazy. That's when fucking artist. That's what you got to do. You had, but you know what? And I never stuck with the stand up comedy, which is totally fine. But I like the way it made me think at that time. You really start like becoming more observational yeah. about things. Oh, man. Everything I say is in a joke story format mm. every time i say something if i'm talking to someone like an acquaintance i'll make it a joke and then i'll dig myself a hole by making it a joke and then i absolutely have to find something funny to say otherwise this conversation's going nowhere Ooh. and it's i do it mostly with my coworkers when i take over mm-hmm. for the night i'll sit down there and i'll literally just like do sets for them now hold on the conversation like have you told your friends that you want to do stand-up at work oh th- yeah they all know oh yeah. they all the, know yeah too. See, so i remember like i remember when i would tell people like oh i do stand-up they would always be expecting a joke it's like when you're a singer or you like play guitar it's like oh play something sing something so it's like when i would tell people like like okay like um, i do stand up and they're just like tell me the jokes like like knock knock like, yeah. like is that what do you want like well, you want me to do a set like, like I never liked that that's why I never told I, I'd anybody. walk up to people and I'd be like bear with me I need to work this joke out so I'm just gonna be oh, okay. uh, working this out on you I'm like all right You're what do you a lot think more about social than I am so well I, yeah I I don't have any like <laughs> parental restrictions as far as I gotta watch a kid or two you know what I mean <laughs> I'm good I could just walk out and be like hey what's up with tits today They're, they used to be saggy when I was a kid and everyone's nipples are 29 times bigger than they were in porn what happened I don't know. like you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta and it's so um, liberating to just tell someone something mm-hmm. and it not work and be like ah I'm just working it out yeah, working yeah. My material. Ah, and, and to acknowledge like oh see that wasn't so bad I said something wrong, bad, or not funny. Now I get to try something new. Now mm-hmm. I know that doesn't work. Like Edison with the fucking light bulb. Apparently yeah. he invented a light bulb or he stole it from Tesla or whatever. Someone's like, oh, um, you failed 900 times? And he's like, no, I found 900 yeah. ways not to make a light bulb, mm-hmm. which is some fucking like... <laughs> procrastinate that's some detention i'm in detention procrastinating to the (laughs) math tutor fucking (laughs) bullshit if i've ever heard it oh my god i know yeah that is just what a funny dude you know he has like one of like the coolest stories i heard like do you follow um the daily stoic with ryan holiday he tells that story of edison where his like his whole lab burned down like everything he's been creating for years just lit up on fire him and his wife went out and um, he's like looking at it and he's like, hey, go tell everyone in town this is the biggest fire they'll ever see. And it's like, and he looked at it like, okay, I have to start over now. And But like, look at all the work I've done. This is the biggest fire I've ever seen and it's because of all the work I've done. 
And I was just like, that's such a cool perspective. perspective. And then it's oh. like, it can kind of, that story kind of be hindered because I maybe later he was like, yo, I don't have anything. <laughs> like, what do you got, Tesla? And just snatched it. So I, I was going to say, what, what, did, what, what, what was everything that burnt down? Tesla's stuff? That yeah, he stole? no, no, I think it was before because I think you met Tesla later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, but that's a great perspective to have. God. Yeah, like you ever hear like Jocko's uh, the philosophy of good, or that's what yeah. I call it. Like, yeah, good philosophy of good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know. I just try to teach my kids that, like, good. hey, the beach is closed. Good. Now we got to go find something else to do. Maybe some like we're gonna think on the fly. Like you know, everything is good if you look at it that way. It's hard sometimes, but it's fucking mad hard sometimes. But if you can get that in your mindset, you should. Dude, I'm so high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, I felt it kick in. Oh, goodness. Mints. Mints. I had a mint. I had two mints and I'm fucking <laughs> barbecued over here. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, lightweight. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Like, I may be a heavyweight on the scale, but I'm a fucking lightweight on a cannabis scale. Man, sometimes, like, yeah, they'll hit you, man. They'll hit you different. Like in certain ones, like if you try something new, like I don't take, I'll never take edibles from strangers. Like I'm like, I don't know, like, like, like they're like, oh, I made this in my house. I'm like, like, man. You mean you made my schizophrenia? Yeah, like, man, I've had some bad edible trips. Like we were talking about that earlier. Like mm-hmm. I've had one, and you know, it's gonna sound like I'm showing off the philosophy of good. I remember getting so super anxiety high on edibles yeah. by myself in my house. And I was like, you know what? Like, cause I, I work with kids who uh-huh. like, who have like disturbances sometimes. Okay. And I'm like, dude, I don't understand how like a kid can just freak out cause the lights turn on. And then I was in that moment. I was like, Oh, this is how like some of my students feel yeah. like, okay. Like what's some way oh, that I can wow. live in their experience. That's like, so fucking interesting. See, yeah. that's why, that's why those are so, like, is such a useful plant because this thing is literally fucking creating new journeys through neuro pathways that mm-hmm. you have that you're not exploring. And now you're relating to someone who has disturbances also for close listeners, bad listeners early in the podcast when I apologized randomly to Nelson's because I said the R word and I don't think that word's appropriate, especially when you're speaking to someone who's an educator who might have <laughs> students that have uh, had this word used disparagingly against them. So that's why I apologize. It's, it's kind of one of those. I, you know what? I, I don't I know. That's what I just been so hard because I was just so amped because <laughs> I haven't done a podcast in so long. So <laughs> yeah, Sorry. no, that word, I don't know what I feel about that word. That's okay. You don't have to answer. Yeah. I, well, you not in that you, way. Well, like, no, 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 no I mean, like, that's not what I meant. I meant you don't have anyone to answer to. I like when things are left to the unknown. Yeah, that one to me is like, yeah, I don't know how I, because f- it's like, I guess it's just, it's nothing I would use. Like, yeah, you know, like, but I don't, like, I don't get offended by it. And I know, like, I know a lot of the, like, parents and stuff. Mm. Like, I don't know how they feel about it. Like, I think it's just a word. Like, I know, like, a couple gay guys that use the word faggot. Yeah. And it's like also nothing not, funnier than when you're around a gay guy not using the word faggot to be respectful and then they drop an F bomb. Yeah. It is so funny. It's like not jacking off for a couple of days and then getting that fucking big ass <laughs> burst. And you're like, ah! 
oh yeah that was great it's, that's exactly what it's like that uh that no fap have you ever done that no fap never oh dude I, th- I don't i think i may be gone two days my entire life since starting uh, self-abuse oh man i think i've i haven't today that's a lie it happened today uh, i couldn't know, even really couldn't today. even happen today couldn't even have not no i had it. i had a mat i had a crate i woke up weird it was this whole thing I <laughs> are you still are you um are you still using pornhub are you are you off of like porn like with our whole sex trafficking thing have you looked into that no i man uh, yeah. it fucking <laughs> tripping me out like i have consciously like, dude i don't want nothing to do with pornhub oh really okay that's man. fine i won't i mean to be i gotta be honest pornhub's like my third choice oh is it yeah X hamster, nah. No? X hamster's fourth or fifth choice, honestly. Really? What are your great. first two then? I don't know any other ones. X videos and xnxx.com. I have to look in the X videos. See, that's one of those like ones that I don't trust it too much. Which I got to be honest, it, I've used it as long as Pornhub. My like, it's one of the most trusted. I like it. To me, it's like if you like Ford and Chevy, but you're okay with a Chevy. It's my Ford. Mm, okay. You know I mean? like, okay. I'm like, I like Ford. I'm okay with some Chevy cars, but Ford's my guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I always go for the Ford. That's how I am with like then. Yeah. Pop-up. Okay. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. And sometimes I just want some like fucking complete, like I want it to look like, oh, these people live in my town, just made this in Isn't, their garage. You know garage. what? I've, I read this great book about the elephant in the room. Man, people's like the data on porn is so fascinating what do you mean like here's one thing this is a small thing so this data was taken during obama and the south and the rural south where people were like like fuck this fucking obama those people who correlated with like fuck obama use the n-word in their google searches also would looked into interracial porn i'm gonna stop you right there that's the entire joe rogan bit oh is it where he says the n-word in, but this happened in 2001, 2002, whatever. Like, oh, that's crazy. That's the entire bit is all these racist Southerners who say the N word, probably the most, whatever, um, are watching the most interracial porn. That dude, that's, that's so true funny then. that you said that yeah. because Tr- crazy. I just heard something about it, but from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's like the same way. Like you ever meet, like you ever meet a guy where you're like, he's super homophobic, and you're like, yeah. mm, you like dick. Like, <laughs> like you're like, mm, I'm pretty sure the right uh, trans girl's dick would get in your mouth. That's it. Yeah, like See, for that's sure. A- I, I I think I know some people that are just. Although they're so rare. When's the last time you met someone that was just like, oh, gays? You know, that's funny, man. I was thinking about this yesterday, like um, just the whole like political situation when we're in this country, like in everything. What are you, what, what what are you ever talking about? (laughs) But I was like, I was like, it wasn't so long ago. Like I remember, I think I was in middle school when the whole, like the vote for the marriage, the like gays. Uh, Yeah, I was was in junior high. Yeah. Oh, and I was just like, man, that was such a split thing. Now I think like nearly everybody's like, yeah, let gay people get married. Yeah. Like, like it was everybody. such a, it was such a silly thing to like be against because I'm like what I shouldn't get married man but why? it was a why split did I, decision why would you care like yeah and I'm like what so I'm like I don't know what's happening like what decision will be made now in the future it to me but like, I'm like people are have a problem with it now. 
But I'm like, man, and like, man, give it like five, ten more years, it's gonna be totally normal. Even just twelve years later, it to, to me, the idea of someone voting on your right to marry another person seems so fucking antiquated. Mm. It seems like the like, oh my god. Yeah, like, we legally, literally, federally were like, I don't think so, queer. Uh-huh. Like what? That yeah, it's crazy. What? How the fuck? And just to, to think that I ever would vote for the government trying to control people any more than they already do mm-hmm. blows the back of my head right off. Because I'm like, why would you have ever felt that way? You fucked man. Yeah, it's like a similar. This my grandpa actually inspired this to me. Like. He told me about like when they were like they made a law like a voting law like is this okay a, your Puerto Rican grandfather no no that's my 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 ma's side your, so my like, ma's yeah, side yeah from Jersey that's the white one the one yeah, that says the ma, ma. <laughs> <laughs> and coffee um, but no she was just um, oh he said like you know like there's this law like um, you're supposed to wear your seatbelt if you don't wear your seatbelt you get a five hundred dollar fine. And everyone's like, well, of course you should. And it's like, that's not the point, though. It's the fact that, like, that's your safety. Like, that's on you, you. That on you. Like, the government shouldn't be allowed to tell you that you need to wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Like, I'm going to wear a seatbelt, but I don't think it should be Uncle Sam telling me that I have to wear do a seatbelt. Do you know people who still are just like, I don't fucking need a seatbelt? Man. I, Those I, yeah. are some weirdos. Man. Well, the guy I was talking about, Justin, man, he hates seatbelts. He's huge. He, he's huge. He's like 6'3", and he's big. So I think that's why he doesn't like seatbelts. I'm not for sure. He's like, I can't fucking breathe in these man, things. Why would man? I? Maybe because I'm like, why don't you wear a seatbelt? The fatter I was, the more I d- disliked seatbelts. And now I'm like, they keep my skinny body safe from <laughs> ugly. I don't notice them. They're yeah, like, we get it, runner. I got your fucking runner's body. I do not have. I want everyone to know. I do not have the runner's bod right now. Not at all. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone has the bod they want to God. right now, unless I, they have. You know that. You know what you're talking yeah. earlier about, like people who are healthy. Yeah. People who are like, I saw someone post like, since quarantine, I've made the decision and I've lost 25 pounds during quarantine. I'm like, fuck you, good for you, fuck you. Good but for you. but God, because like I'm like I thought we were all collectively like okay, just as a species, we're all gonna get a little bit like fatter. But like, all right, like we're all gonna get fatter. But no, some people are like. No, I'm going to take this time, this dead time, and turn it to live time, and I'm going to get my shit together. And I'm like, that's amazing. I wish we all did that, but... That would be a much healthier decision. Oh, but none of us did. No. Nah. Majority. No. Nah. I did not. I drank for 78 days straight. Dude. I've never drank that much in my oh, life. Me too. I've, I was sleeping so badly. I had so much anxiety, um, oh. depression just without even realizing it there's this there's a kind you get there's you can have depression without it being like a clinical problem yeah but you can go through waves of depression you can, yeah you can have those and, blue days yeah and anxiety blue days is worse than that but um oh yeah <laughs> see and it, oh. it it you're so you get so soothed into it when you do something negative like alcohol mm-hmm. for that long do you do alcohol yeah um <laughs> and I was like in the midst of anxiety every day, depression, certain times of the day. And I didn't even realize how easy it was to just be absolved of that, to not have that. It's like, Mm. oh, I just don't drink. I should just not drink. 
Oh. I just need to stop drinking because it's a depressant. Your body is uh, getting the anxiety part of its brain put that's, on hold. See, so then it fucking doubles that's over. That's funny. We're two different drinkers. But, and it's like why I've like cut off a lot. Yeah, it's why? like I'm the opposite. I drink and I hit like I'll be in a, I'll be in a sour mood and I'm like, fuck it. And I like crack open a beer or whatever. And then I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like, yeah. Like whatever it is, what no, it that's, is. That's like, how it was. It was the it was in the meantime. I was very anxious and depressed when I wasn't drinking. Oh, when you weren't okay, we so were like, on the same but, thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but and then I was just like, um, yeah. But it was a fuck it. It wasn't like I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I liked it, but um, I guess I could see how people can get like. I guess I can. I have a better view of alcoholism now because before I was like, how can you like like it's so hard for me to understand addiction because I don't have that and I'm lucky to. Yeah. But like, do you have any like any like addictions like, like you're like I cannot do this what like whatever man. yeah um food always food. food oh yeah but like dude there's times when I've like like yeah, have you ever had a prob- Jack in the Box at 3 a.m. and because I needed like oh. bad food and I would just okay. not tell anyone and like there's a uh, fucking just a lot of like old old habits die hard and mm. i was a f- fucking chunky kid growing up and i have like the spirit of a fat person <laughs> you have no idea it's it's always in there and just i just do fucking like oh, i think i'll get another fucking something from mm. you know just going to fast food places multiple times a day I, I haven't had fast food in four or five days and i gotta tell you my mood and like general thought content has mm-hmm. just been so much more positive I, I, there's something in the food there that is poisoning humans yeah man like there just there has to be there yeah man like i like if i get fast food like it's like it's chick-fil-a and in and out like that's about it yeah and i'm like and, i don't and, even and count those, those as are, fast yeah food. those are almost not even fast food because i mean sometimes chick-fil-a is pretty fast but you don't get them too fast first of all if so that's out the door the definition can go fuck itself um it's so much more uh like naturally fucking sourced from yeah, internet chick-fil-a like, it's better i don't even know um man i had like i can't remember the last time i had like a burger king whopper it was a while ago yeah and i, I just like somebody else by i was like yeah hey you want it i'm like oh sure i'm hungry and i was like dude this sucks what is this this sucks and i'm like Burger King is oh, bad, it's especially really bad. ours. And I loved Burger King growing up. Yeah, me to too, me, man. Burger King was cooler than McDonald's, but we didn't live near a Burger King, so mm. I was always McDonald's. Oh, okay. So when there was a Burger King, was, I'm fucking stoked. Oh, see, we had a Burger King on base. Uh, yeah, that's the, and base. that's one of the ones I actually went to in my life was oh. that Burger King, and I always remember it being there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still there. Okay. I'm not too sure. By the tank, I yeah, remember it's a fucking yeah. cool tank right there. Yeah. It was the first like one I saw in person. I don't even know how I got on base. I was, I was gonna say, how'd you get on base? My dad worked on there. A oh, lot. okay, yeah. that's why he, he's a contractor or a carpenter or whatever. Oh, okay, that's how he got in. Yeah, no, my folks were both military, so I go there. You know, what's crazy. Me, like last time I went there with my mom, like. I wasn't seeing the kids running around. Like, man, I was so lucky. Like, as a kid, like, we can just go run around there. I'd go to the skate park there regularly. Mm, I remember when they built that skate yeah, park. That is one of the worst dimension oriented skate parks in the entire country. Oh, it is yeah. the most hilariously like 
there's a handrail going down the middle of a quarter pipe and then there's like just a stair set with like 10 feet of runway and then uh, the landing goes right into like another bank you know what's funny it's i re- it, it's really fun to me because when there's uncomfortable dimensions like that you get to skate in a unique way but it's also like not spine friendly man that's so funny i remember when they built that skate park it was such a big deal like i remember like the commander at the time like hated skateboarding yeah like yeah. he hated it and he like and uh, and then tony hawk came out and like everyone started skateboarding mm-hmm. and he's like there's too many kids skateboarding around the base like we got to make something and i remember they made it like super quick yeah we were all stoked but then like two weeks in we got over it yeah and like everyone just wanted to go skateboarding everywhere else because everywhere else was more approachable the skate park's super awkward I guess it must have been. Like, we were kids. Like, I sucked also, at skateboarding. Also, it's so much more interesting to explore on your own than just putting put in the playpen. You know, when, like, going climbing in trees was always so much more interesting than the playgrounds at the park. Absolutely. That's the, it's the same thing. It's like, no, I want to know what the natural mm. playground out here is. This playground's cool, and I'll have fun on the swings, uh-huh. but I, it's the natural part that I want to I want to go climb yeah. the trees and find out what, you know. Like I loading docks mean so much more to me as a skateboarder than they mean to dock workers. That's so funny. Yeah, man, that's funny. You know, I remember like when I did skateboard, like um, I remember like I just go around with my mom like, oh, this would be a good skate spot. Oh, this would be a good skate spot. Like I get it. It never stops. It never stops. Yeah, I get it, man. I get how like I skate the walls and like the the corners of like doors and like this is a ledge and this is a like everything in my head is skateable oh that's whether funny. i'm a tech deck to- playing with it like oh, as a toy man. or mentally i'm like like when we walk down my stairs i'm like oh this is a 15 stair hubba mm. this would be really cool if i could gap out no slide down whatever you know it just like i that's can always yeah always see i can relate there. to that as a runner like on trails and oh, really? stuff like yeah i like i was hiking with my kids the other day and we're going up these hills. I'm like, oh, like this would be a good run, like right here. Like oh, it's probably like a quarter mile run. It's like okay, you probably keep this pace here. And like so, yeah, man, I get that. I definitely and like the freedom of like exploring. That's like I always find like because I work at the school, I always see kids like like you said, like kids will go to the trees yeah. more than the. I man, I think that's something evolutionary in us because it's not synthetic. It's this organic material, and it's literally our brain going connect with the world around me and yeah. then there's this other like fam- unfamiliar shape uh-huh. that is only familiarized culturally and it's not embedded in like our dna so mm. it, it's kind of kind of uncomfortable yeah like it's so much cooler to go sit on a log than a bench yeah that 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 being said though man i had like um when uh, my kid wasn't in school my oldest wasn't in school and i didn't work days our thing was like going all over like the coast to find new parks oh because like so man cute. like parks were so like like i didn't realize like i was like oh man like every park's a little different and like and also from like a child psychology standpoint i was like oh this works on this motor skill and like oh and like oh there's like a music thing here and it's under it's like it's fast so parks are very cool i love parks a lot they're but very important it is funny how kids will like sometimes just naturally go to the tree and like and love trails and like even like I think even as adults like like we have a common friend who's like um who's like out there working um 
in out, nature. In nature. Ugh. And he's doing so much better. He is. And it's he, like, even when I talk to him, I'm like, man, he's just like, there's something about him. He's one just, of the fattest people I've ever met in my <laughs> life, too. And it just, to see him out in nature, not being uh, a drunk, fat bastard is, <laughs> it means the world to me. Man, because. He's, he might be the most obese person on the central coast. <laughs> and now he's outdoors. I ain't saying this, <laughs> you know, it's funny. So me and that person and yeah. I, uh, other person, we grew up in me and my other friend, we were the fat ones. And that said person was always skinny one. And now we're both thinner. And now his fat ass is now the fat one. Yeah. I feel bad for him. I hope he doesn't kill himself because of his body image issues because he's so <laughs> fucking fat. Um, but Oh, shit. You know what, though? What? And, but going back on the positive attributes of that individual, he's also one of the smart. Like, a lot of people don't know this. He is super smart. Like, so I'm like, I think he gets to use his intelligence I don't think we're talking about job. the same person anymore. No. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> super fat and smart couldn't be dusted <laughs> the cat is out of the bag he's been on the show he's yeah. uh, he literally sent me a video as you were in the pisser and he was about the weight uh -huh. the scale number because I'm, I'm 15 pounds heavier than him right now damn I think I'm probably way more than Dustin right now is it, uh, uh, yeah, you, you're tall, so you have a lot of like more bone. You mass know what? Too. Even when Dustin got was fat, he had like that like like dad bod. He, where, like, it's funny where like the gut sticks out, but there's still like you can see where yeah, the V he still is got going abs, to go. He like still had big arms. Yeah, like he got like, he was fatter than any of us, but he looked the best. Like when I get fat, I'm like a sloppy World of Warcraft fat. Yeah, okay. Feel. Yeah, okay. Like it's like gross. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst. Hella gross. Like pale. You just look nasty. like estrogen on a boy. <laughs> you're just getting all soft everywhere and yeah, your tits just, are squishy. Just, just old butter, you know? Oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm getting that point again. So I'm like I'm just fat shaming myself in the morning. Yeah. It helps. I think for guys it helps. Fat shame there sh there should be a certain amount of shame attached to something unhealthy. Because yeah. when you are ashamed of something, you care about it. There is power in shame. There's some power in shame. I don't think there's uh, power in abusing yourself shamefully. Mm. There's an extent to where shame is no longer productive. It's and there's a balance. Just like everything. <laughs> just like everything. You have to have a balance to it. And uh, <laughs> it's all about finding that perfect balance. <laughs> there's a meme about that. I literally just fucking said it. I don't know, what an asshole. <laughs> Who listens to this? Um, but... Yeah, I, I agree. Shame is important. You got it. I yeah. I think guys, especially, can give themselves like little because like you're always like busting balls with your friends. Mm -hmm. And I think like I'm not and, with Dustin. He's actually the fattest person on this planet. <laughs> but without his yeah, fat yeah. ass on this planet, we'd hurl into the sun. <laughs> oh, Every time there's God. a solar eclipse, you I know, tell him I, to get I, the I, fuck. <laughs> Out of the sky. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Dude, that last Ooh. earthquake, I was like, did you hop out of bed this morning, you fat fuck? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, why you gotta so do my funny. boy like that? Oh. It's so funny because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh shit. There was a nationwide insulin shortage, and I was like, wow, diabetes is really kicking in on you, huh? (laughs) This one time I thought he lowered his car. (laughs) He was just sitting in it. Turns out he just has a tiny little Toyota. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. The only reason he has a bigger dick is because it's thousand times fatter than mine. <laughs> There's all that cholesterol in his oh, penis head. Jesus. Oh. Gross. <laughs> that one. Okay, your turn. I'm I'm a nice person. I don't have these snappy comebacks anymore. I, I don't only that do I Dustin. only do with Dustin. I'm not even kidding. I couldn't be this uh off the cuff with you or like someone else. It, it, it's purely Dustin. <laughs> simply Dustin. <laughs> simply Dustin. <laughs> oh shit. I feel like I had to mention him. I remember in one podcast like he dropped my name so I'm like I got to give him a name. He's a sweetheart. Um I do love him and super, he had one of super stupid. He was one of the first episodes I did and it's still like one of the 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 few fir- the first few episodes I did with guests are still like the most popular. That's it was just cool. so fresh and so new, and mm. now and now I'm just like whatever. How was it doing the podcast with Kylie? Um, we get too drunk and have to oh, that's do multiple takes. Oh, is that what happens? Oh, that's so funny. We we learned to like not get too drunk, and now it's great. It really is. Uh, I felt like it was. I had a co-host. Mm-hmm. that's what it felt like it was pretty cool and um i liked it i enjoy i enjoy having her on i think it's fun to have like a rotating cast and like recurring people too mm. yeah. yeah yeah no for sure yeah well that's just i mean just like the joe rogan podcast really like i get super stoked like when i see like brian callen come on or like uh, yeah Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Hinchcliffe. yeah tony i saw him live with uh, Joe Rogan at the Santa Barbara, yeah, that's where I, I saw one. I saw them there too. Oh yeah, man, he was good. Yeah, man, who is your new like? Who's your comedian, new newer comedian that's coming up that you're like this guy's like? You got any new guys that you're like? Oh, this guy's really good. Um, I can only think of one person, and he's at the peak of his fame right now, and he's only like 13 years in, which is maybe half the amount of time before you're like super set. Like yeah. the most people that we know and love, you know, like it, Kevin Hart and yeah. like, Dylan, like they've been doing it 20, yeah, 30, they got their years. chops in. Yeah. You know, Dave Chappelle has been doing it for 30 mm-hmm. some years. And like those people have been doing it a long time. So 13 years is like super sophomore, mm. but uh Mark Normand. Yeah, man, I haven't, I haven't watched. I, his tweets are funny as hell. He has more jokes per capita than any human he is a perfect joke writer he's super funny charming like i don't know i i'm in love with mark norman dude man i need it yeah my buddy eddie was telling me like you gotta check out his special and so so i'm like man my my man my comedian though that i'm like i think he's gonna be the next big thing is andrew shoals Dude, oh my god! Oh, oh. fucking Andrew! I feel Schultz. so stupid for Man, not saying that is, first. He's the next up and comer. He's like yeah. he is like now. I think this this class the class like, of le- oh. next class of like legends. Legends. Andrew him, Schultz. Him and Mark Norman. Mark Norman. I haven't listened to Tim Dillon too much. Tim Dillon's up there too. Tim Dillon's gonna be like 
in I've like heard the, nothing but funny things about Tim Dillon. He's funny. He's going to be like, I feel like more in like the Bill Hicks line of things. Not to say he's mm. not joke friendly. Um, Cause a lot of Bill Hicks stuff was just kind of preachy and not very funny. Yeah. But. Yeah. That was just, yeah. He was kind of like, I went through a big Hicks phase at one time. Any self-respecting white boy with, that likes comedy did. Yeah. Oh, what do you like? Um, You know who I really liked um, and still do as a uh, Colin Quinn. I yeah. really like Colin I, Quinn. You know, I feel I like I so, really dig his stuff. I feel so stupid because I really didn't get into Colin Quinn or um that show he had. There was a Oh, fucking, he had one on Comedy Central. He had, a, he had two and I can't remember the names of either one of them right now cuz I'm so young. They're like inconsequential. Yeah, I remember those. But I did, yeah, I didn't get into Colin Quinn enough and I hear his name so often and he's such a big plays such a big role in other lives of comedians I love that I have um, almost like a shoe in respect for him. That's me with um, Gary Shandling. I don't know Gary Shandling too yeah. much, but he's like, he's helped so many legends. Yeah. Like you got to pay him his due, even though I don't know the material. There's, there's some people that are absolutely just by default. I'm like, yeah, I always have an open mind and respect mm-hmm. the things you do because you laid the foundation for what I know and love today. That's like with Lenny Bruce. Like you gotta like Lenny Bruce's material is like weird and definitely outdated, but it's like, dude, that was like the first guy. Did you know he got arrested for saying schmuck yeah, on stage? Yeah. I, have thought you, he, I thought he said fuck or something and they no, were like, that's no. it. He said schmuck. There's a movie oh. called dinner for schmucks out. Yeah. And like today in the 21st century, and he got arrested for saying schmuck on stage. I think they were looking for anything. Yeah. You have you should see that movie. Dustin Hoffman plays him, and he kills it. Yeah. Dustin what, Hoffman. What's it called, Lenny? I think it, yeah, I think it's just called Lenny. Okay. Man, it goes over his whole story about like because yeah. he had a whole thing with the Supreme Court, and it's crazy. <laughs> like know, that shit fucked him up, you, and his like and his it, wife was it devastated. Crazy. Like, he never recovered financially from any of that or anything. No, there were some wild like Richard Pryor stories. Of Richard Pryor crazy, like mm-hmm. that story of how he shot the car, like. The, like, whoa ooh, what about when he l- fucking oh or do or when he's doing crack yeah, and lit himself free, on free fire basic. that's one of the biggest uh his best special was after he almost burned himself to death yeah yeah or even um man how long has it been are you looking at the time here oh uh, no i'm ju- i'm just I- i'm looking around because you're talking i want to i want to collect my thoughts and oh, i'm okay. high <laughs> oh <that's laughs> so right. i just need you to fucking bear <laughs> with me i'm high god damn it yeah but man, just like those legends, like Dave Chappelle. How about um? You know how I feel goes underrated is like Greg Giraldo, dude. One of my all-time favorites. Is he man? Seriously. Greg Giraldo. As far as like oh. my heroes go, Greg Giraldo on roast specifically because that's right where I knew him mm. primarily. My guy. Yeah. I I was. That was the first comedian death in my life that ever mattered to me, mm. and it was so strange to I think like a few that. guys died like him Patrice O'Neill yeah Patrice and then oh, fuck man I think there's somebody else. oh um I think Hedberg died yeah. at the same around Hedberg, that time Hedberg died a couple of years before them um and I remember, Geraldo died yeah. and then Patrice died I think in that order not that the order really matters yeah but. yeah but I remember like when I was a kid I was getting it commonly like I was like oh those guys I really like died yeah like and it's funny too I remember those because like because comedy, like stand-up comedy, like affects you as a person, especially because like, it makes you laugh as like a young boy. Like things that make you laugh, yeah. like that's what you go into. 
And then, like, they would bring up, like, funny thoughts. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, I never I thought did. of things that way. That like, is weird how everyone picks their nose on the subway but not on the bus. What's up with that? You know, yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. like, a fucking observational Like, little thing. observations like that. It, it's funny because you learn them as a kid and then you get funnier to adults because you mm-hmm. understand these things, um, these adult themes yes. that run from childhood because comedians are big kids uh-huh. all the way to adulthood because they still are That's technically funny. adults. I'm telling you, man, that is why I passed high school because I was like funny with the teachers, not the students. Like the students, I was funny, 100%. but I was funny with the teachers and man, that helped me out because dude, I went so through shit. Oh my God, dude, I, I slept through, I, I might have slept through more days in class than i've attended school yeah man man like yeah at, I, in high school senior junior and senior year there was i went to a continuation high schools they do not care if you sleep in their fuck they, they're remember like you're already that. a loser like <laughs> this is not gonna make me stop you from being a loser go ahead sleep through my class i'm talking about nietzsche now so, oh, oh! I know the school. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that teacher too. That's Amazing. really cool. Love I heard he was really cool. He changed my life without a doubt. Yeah, I've heard that from Dr. a couple people. Doctor Doug English. The good for him. Shout yeah. out to one teacher to another. That's really cool, man. I heard about that. I'm like, that's the perfect guy you want teaching that class. He like, like those class of kids. That's the guy you want. Because I, I feel like kids like that probably would have benefited me. Not nah, whatever. Like. I went to Cabrillo, and the only reason I didn't go to that school is because if you go to those school, you can't go to a military. And my dad was like, "Fuck." Oh, no. really? Wow. I yeah. had no idea. So like, I, I was all go, about. I was like, "All right, go cool. to the military now." I uh, no, I don't think so. Wow. Yeah. I when I was a kid, I really wanted to be in the army. Did my you? mom forbade it. There was oh, no. She was like, that's, "No fucking way." Man, that, that was the ever happen, absolute so. opposite in my house. My yeah. dad was like, "You're gonna be a soldier." And I was like. Oh shit! I just want to play baseball. <laughs> oh my god! And now I just opened up a whole nother can of worms. Let me finish my thought on this fucking. I don't even know where we're going. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, just talking about man, Dallas, you on the deep end. I am no, but it's more because you brought up baseball that I'm distraught. So mm. backtracking to soldier, high school. Oh yeah, Doug. Oh yeah, Doctor Doug English. That's right. Mm. Um, I had a girlfriend in high school. And I used to talk about this teacher and she's like, oh my God, send me a picture of him. Uh-huh. I want to see him. And and she thought he was hot. She was like all about it. Oh. She was like, and now I know for a fact, Kylie would also think this teacher is hot. That's funny. He's professor, uh, middle-aged, you know, thin guy, like mm-hmm. just like the college student that like hooks up with the professor. He's like that uh, professor. Yeah. yeah. But if you know him as a person, you he know, he never. would never do that because that was the other teacher that worked there that did that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But it's kind of forgivable when you're the teacher of a school with a bunch of 18 year olds that have three kids already. And you're just like, oh, this person, man, them sucking my yeah. dick is inconsequential to the fact that they're already having kids. They're adult. They're sexually active. Man. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but that's in, that's, that's in my head where yeah. that went. Yeah. Man. Yeah. There's baseball. Yeah. There's, yeah let's talk about we baseball. Baseball, Baseball's about to start. Let's go Mets. Man. I, I had no idea you were like a partly a Mets fan. I'm like, only partly a Mets fan because, because of Lenny. Extra. Yeah. I never heard that doc, that, um, that bio. I'm like, it is. I've had to be fucking good. Dude, so good. I cannot so wait for that 30 for 30. Like, Dude. 
It's good. They. It, I really hope they don't fuck it up. I really hope, and that's what we talk about. Like thirty for thirties, ninety percent of them suck. Man, well, what's up? Like th- whoever did the Jordan documentary, just do the Mets documentary, please, dude, please. Like, man, eighty six Mets. What a fucking party and group of individuals. I'll, wow. show, I'll show you the book before you leave. I think it's in my truck, dude. It's so fucking, there's pictures of them celebrating him in the Mets. It's just so fucking cool. Oh, man, the 86 Mets. And then you, had a, you just had a party, man. Like you had like, you had, there was some like darkness in there too, which kind of adds to the magic. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, man, Daryl Strawberry and Doc Gooden were like <sighs> fucking crackheads. Like, <laughs> like getting like high ass averages and great ER. Like, oh, like and then Dykstra, he couldn't play. He was what's called a platoon player, which uh, you don't play every game. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah. he, when he went to the Phillies, he w- read about. Uh, he was like super tired. He couldn't fucking keep up. Mm-hmm. So he went to the doctor in Alabama, and he's like, Doc, I need something because oh, damn. this is the difference between me making $30 million and $30,000 mm. working at a fucking grocery store. I oh. need something. So the doctor's like, oh, here you go. Decadurabolin. Oh. One of the cleanest steroids in the world. And he turned into, as he puts it, a Greek fucking god. He went wow. from, I think, 160 to 190 Whew. over the off season damn got hired hired a personal man. trainer and then um was second in hits behind barry bonds yeah that year. yeah holy fuck and then bonds was on the juice too you know what he, bonds wasn't he probably wasn't even on the juice then when oh yeah bonds got into it later like i don't know as what there was they sorry coming out like man like mark mcguire was like Putting those I don't know what down, he was like, on, but in the um, lo- did you watch the Long Gone Summer thirty yes. thirty? That uh, Andrastine Dion or Dial, I forget mm-hmm. what that is. That's just like an oral so- Like I could get that on the internet. Yeah, like, that's I think, not. And that's what we're talking crazy. about. Like, like they because like, it wasn't banned back then. No, and then they made it. I think the whole steroids thing was like was just so a bunch shitty. of bunk. I think so even shitty. in Tour de France, all those things. Dude, let them do the substances man everyone's okay with supplements up until like a point then they make this arbitrary red line that's so weird too because like it's i don't understand that like there's so like it's all because like an organized organization says it's bad and then all of a sudden people like fucking john jones and that whatever the fuck he was taking but like tyrannibal tyrannibal but it's like really like like what's the big really what's the big deal like i I don't know, man. Like I, I don't. Know. I think it should be part of sports, honestly. I think like everything should get sports should get better, and the drugs make because like that's gamesmanship, and like, dude. And like I have a better engine under the hood than you. Well, I mean that's I sports now. Like you got to find like okay, like what's the who's the best hitting coach? Who's got the best technique? It's like mm-hmm. the free market of sports. I feel like you got to let it go. Just let it go. Like, At let least the whole in baseball, thing. can we get some? fucking home runs again god gosh damn it. man why do i, I only man. have to be excited about pete alonzo and harper yeah you know man and that's and that's another thing like i'm trying to get like um trying to get my kids in a bit like i feel like baseball it's so hard to get people in the baseball unless you go see a game unless you go see a game and you're raised on it if like, you go i was see raised a game, on the mets yeah 
So yeah, my entire everyone in my family except me played baseball. Mm-hmm. So I feel so left out and like I have to play catch up. Like my brother was minor league for the Indians. Wow. And they were all on baseball teams growing up and like it's fucking. <sighs> so why didn't you play? I because my I don't know. I asked my dad. I was like, you just kind of let me do whatever I wanted as a kid. Oh. Like I was it was was I never did any drugs. I never did anything mischievous that I ever got caught for. And I was not a bad kid. I wasn't a crazy kid. I liked playing with action figures and then I found skateboarding and then I did both of those things and mm-hmm. I just hung out with my friends, watched skate videos and I loved that shit. That was it. Like there wasn't anything mm. else. Or, I, or I'd be watching cartoons. I love oh, yeah, love yeah. TV, love fucking television movies, watching movies a lot. I was just like a shut-in kid and it totally sucks because I'm the biggest ki- person in my family like mm. like like size wise size yeah. wise and it's just like i could have i have the best body for a fucking to have been a baseball player yeah yeah you yeah you look like you can probably like, six, swing it yeah six six one one ninety five mm-hmm. is like ideal for a baseball player i'm like okay well i'm pretty close to both of those yeah. things there's a bunch of ability to go but you know man like whatever ha- like i remember at one time I was like mad that like my parents didn't let me play um, soccer. Well, they didn't want you to be gay. I guess so. I, that was just another old school. Like you're not playing soccer. But man, like at school when I was like in elementary, I was like a great goalkeeper. Like nothing you get past Puerto me. Puerto Rican dad, and he was like, no soccer. No, oh, Puerto Ricans ain't into soccer. Oh, they're like soccer's for Mexicans. No, please. no, like, don't, don't get like it twisted. Puerto Ricans like like we like they like baseball, baseball and boxing. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's about it. Yeah. That's that amazing. and cockfighting. Which wow. another thing. Let's talk about it. Cockfighting should be legal. Should it be? I think so. What is cockfighting? Just like two chicken roosters just fucking fighting each other to up? the death. Like You think it should be legal? Yeah, man. I do. I mean, I don't think I don't think like it should be televised. Like I'm just like, you know what, man? Like, oh, this is the shit. <laughs> this is where you get flagged. <laughs> this is it. Uh this is where we're getting canceled. All right, but it's like yo, oh, yeah, like I like point. I worked like I worked on a farm. You have to keep roosters away from it because roosters will fuck each other up. It's only natural that they. It's fuck only each other natural. Up. I don't think you should put razors on them and shit. It's only. But and there like, shouldn't be cash flying and yeah, <laughs> bookies like, in the crowd. Yeah, man. I, like I don't mind that. Like you know, gamble on it. That's cool. But I'm like, but you don't have to put razor and shit. Like yo, like there should be a there regulated be chicken anyway. Fighting. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean what would you rather happen to a rooster or a chicken would you rather them fight to the death or would you rather them be turned into like a meal mm, definitely a meal yeah yeah so, so i i get that point i get that point but there's something about glory about a chicken fighting to the death it is so, what would you rather want dallas like would you rather want to be eaten as a meal or Fight to the death. Fight to the death. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think roosters would appreciate that. Oh, man. I just got so... See, this is how I know I'm high. I thought about the entirety of having to fight to the death in a coliseum. And I was like, Damn. dude, what a wild-ass time. Fucking crazy. They just used to... That was... That whole time, the- there should really be a book on all just the crazy shit. Like, it was common... 
for boys to like just, be molested. I was just gonna say it was the first thing I was gonna say. Yeah. I was like, they just it was fucked totally, boys and killed each other. Yeah, but it was totally. Nothing it was changed. actually like a <laughs> man. Fuck. But yeah, man, back then it was it was totally normal. You get a mentor and he's gonna teach. Like it was an honor. Like oh. I don't want to say Marcus Aurelius. I'm trying to think of some other Greek name. Someone, someone else that we love that we don't want to incriminate. Caesar would be like, okay, I'm going to show you how to write and read and make political origins. And you're going to suck my dick later. <laughs> and it was like, thank you, Caesar. Oh my God. Like what? A, it was a, just a trip of a but time, man. their word against histories. Our uh, understanding of it. Yeah. They could literally have said, oh, they totally wanted to. That was normal. Yeah. They well, wanted and that, to suck my well, dick. Well, I mean, that's even now, like, cause, major in anthropology but that's nice. like even in um you know what anthropology is good for <laughs> teaching, teaching anthropology, anthropology. <laughs> here's what i would recommend to anyone if you're into anthropology get an aa in it don't make a career out of it like it doesn't matter what you get your aa in it really doesn't and then like get your ba in what you want to actually do but like like what i like to go like and live with a different tribe and do that like yeah the reality of that happening no but I'm like, but I like the way thinking of an anthro- anthropology has made me think. Like, and it mm-hmm. covers everything I like. Like, I like history. I like economics. Yeah. I like psychology. I like Damn. culture. Maybe, so maybe that's I should like, have taken an anthropology man, course. Man, those all sound fast. Man, I wish they told me about anthropology like when I was in high school because I was like, really I didn't know that was a job. I didn't uh, know we did that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know I that didn't, was a thing. I didn't know that word. But um, but anyway, yeah. But there's like in different cultures. Like in Africa, I forget the um, small country, but it's like women will be sister wives and they are the ones who will request more wives because they need more wives to take care of the farm and the kids. And people are racist against black people. They sound like the most sound women I've ever heard. (laughs) Jesus, I'm not part of this. <laughs> Dude, I don't know about you, but the last thing I want is an additional female in my life that oh. I have to deal with emotionally and sexually. Oh man, I tell my girlfriend that all the time. Like, you don't have to worry about me cheating on you because, like, I barely sh- stand your ass. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just like, I was just telling, like, man, that shit's exhausting. Like, I I would even tell young girls, like, listen, don't get with your good-looking guy if he's like in his 20s and he got a nice car and a nice job like some other girl's gonna try to pick up on that dude like, and he's gonna want to lay he's pipe. gonna he's gonna want it dude that's natural and that's natural for you like don't be hooking up with that hot girl because that girl's getting constant dicks in her dm like like don't like yeah, just like, have you're fun not at that special. age just fucking don't like you need to get into love. a relationship when you're fucking tired like that's like me like i told my girl like you never have to worry. like i'm tired I played the whole game of like sneaking around. That's just exhausting. I, I know. Have time I, I, for that. I wonder how Kylie feels that I've robbed her of her twenties. Oh, <laughs> I know. I feel like that. I have a it. perfect vagina. <laughs> just walking around thirty, bunch of bitter people. She's like still skipping, a bunch of <laughs> like fucking broken thirty-year-old women. Like, oh, you fucking where? <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going on the deep end here, Dallas. I'm going on a fucking... Nah. So, to answer your question... (laughs) Oh, I don't remember your question. Never mind. No, I kind of want to know, and then we can start to um, close down here. So, you're moving to San Diego. Yeah. You live with Kylie. Mm -hmm. So, like, how long have you and Kylie been together? Six years. Six years? Six years. Man. 
like it's a game. I'm sure you guys will work like stick it out, but like when you move in together, Mm -hmm. it's a whole new thing. It's a whole new like I don't like not that I didn't take you guys serious before. Like I don't take relationships serious unless they moved in. I don't take anyone's relationship seriously, not even my own. That's a good way to look at things. Just kidding. That's for the <laughs> No, but really, like in a way, like, you know, like it's weird how people get like super like, oh, I'll never live without you're like, yeah, you will. And like that's <laughs> funny, like me and my girlfriend have had that conversation. Like, if we broke up, like it would really suck, but like we'd both get over it. You know, eventually. I told eventually. Kylie, I was like, you know how excited I'll be to never talk to another female again? <laughs> You're going to fuck me up so badly, That's... and then I won't have to talk to women. This is going to be great. Uh, Just navigate <laughs> this male-only fucking echo chamber of like, we don't need those fucking bitches. <laughs> and just... <laughs> oh, shit. Also, I want to, I want to like, I, the, I think about that and like the challenge of like being celibate afterwards. That fucking thought comes mm. into mind of like, wow, could I do that? It's man. I, I love. Well, to we were just talking like, about that no. a little bit earlier. Yeah. I went like, I went like, two months without anything. Yeah, and it was an enlightening experience. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. I would recommend it for a guy trying to get like some clarity in his life. At that time, because I was like a wannabe Tucker Max. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, man, I got to like stop with this damn Tinder thing. And then, um, man, I was good for like a good two months. And I was like, oh, I really kind of came into my own. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fucking. I, I should have just let that one act like I did that on purpose. Oh, Jesus. God damn. Googly moogly. <laughs> But um, anyway, man, <laughs> back to you. Yeah. Oh, back thank you. you. I love the attention. Um, ah, you know what? Before we go anywhere, I have to answer my questions. Oh, for my okay. People Let's do that. On Instagram, um, a record setting four, maybe five questions. Let's find them here. <clears throat> because, a, a peop, you know, I, I had asked everyone like, hey, um, we're back. Any questions for the podcast? Oh, uh, what you got it. Hey, you got to do the listeners good. Uh, first question is from D- dear exalted guest and great supporter, Clara Cobb. Where have you been? She asks. Well, um, I don't know. I've been at home. I just one day was going to do a podcast and didn't. And then the entire world got set on fire a little bit. And I was like, I think I'm just going to add some fuel to the fire. I really don't need to be like putting my dumb foot in my mouth. And I know I had feelings that were very conflicted back then, just a, merely a month ago that are different than I feel now. And I'm glad I didn't put those fucking stupid thoughts out there. And I had a little bit of restraint. That's a good time to appreciate because that. Who wants to be fucking what better way to disservice a civil rights movement than just being like, hold on, white guy here. Yeah. To, you know, <laughs> let For- me butt in. And let me, <laughs> this is what I think. And it was just like, yeah, I don't think anyone fight. And also my show is literally called bad etiquette for a reason it's really bad etiquette to be like mm, i don't know if all these people are up to good <laughs> some of these people are up to no good you know it just like it fucking i was like oh god i'm gonna say something stupid and i just didn't want to do that it was man it was a tense time i there was a couple things like i wanted like the right well i did write but um but i never put any of it out there and i was just like i just 
I don't know how clear my thoughts are on this thing. I think a lot of people feel that way. And I way. think also people are just so terrified of being trivialized and then um, disregarded by society for it because of something they may have mistakenly said. And yeah, there's that. I've mistakenly said things on the show a lot of the times. And I think that that whole topic was impossible to avoid. And at first it was just like, eh, I think I'm just going to skip this week because it was the like the week of George Floyd being killed. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this i'm don't have anything like mm-hmm. i think i'm just gonna like not that i was like oh yeah good for the cop it yeah, wasn't yeah. anything like that but it was just like fuck dude i this is so tense just out of respect for the situation i'm just gonna like let my yeah. show go for the week and then it just kept getting worse and worse and like more uh tense rather and it uh, i was like oof oh man so what i I, meant, a- I meant to return like a, on fourth of july that was supposed to be my first show back but uh even this fourth of july seemed tense to me yeah i I, although it i oh my god there's i I think it's still been kind of tense but it's tense it's definitely tense it's weird to have racial tension like this i've never experienced it like this my entire life i don't think most of us have not to this extent nope like i've been in some like dicey situations where i'm like whoa but like this is this is like everybody so like socially it's it's wild yeah, it's wild. Um, I do have to say that I don't value anyone's opinion unless they're in person in front of me. And I'm just talking about like mm. acquaintances, like civilians. You know, if you're a celebrity, like I'm definitely looking at your shit for your opinion because I love you. Um, but most it. part, if you're just like someone I follow on Instagram or Twitter or something, I don't give a fuck what you have to say on there unless we're in person, you have no weapons, and we're just talking. Mm. That's when I value your opinion. But like, because there's some people that have said some things that I don't care for and I don't agree with. Yeah. But I'm adult enough to know that I've said some things that I no longer agree with or care for, and I've grown into a better person. So why not just not judge them for it right now? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I just kind of hope that people um don't. I don't know. Like, there's some ideals I see on there. I'm like, boy, I hope you don't, like, really ride too long with that thing. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but yeah. I really hope you don't, like, just ride that train for a while. Not just yeah. because of, like, a political thing, but that's, like, that's just, like, that's just a maybe bad an way antiquated to, way of thinking. Yeah, or maybe that's a, just a bad way of thinking. Too, so some people are too controlling. They want to control others. And it's like, you don't even have your own life in control. Stop telling me what to, exactly. how to fucking live because exactly. you found a, a photo set on Instagram that tells you what to do it is weird it, it's, it's super really, it, weird it's really interesting to see everyone uh become activists for someone and something else but still be like man. doing nothing themselves yeah but you know what's funny man like um have you seen people post stuff and like you look at them like you know them in person and you're like i know you don't think that you're like you're this is for everyone else this is not for you this yeah is not you it's feel. super weird I'm it, just like, it's very transparent and gross and i'm not gonna call the people out oh because, no because no. seriously like i get it maybe you are becoming a more virtuous person but i also know when you haven't been and i also know that this is a whole lot of fooey yeah i'm like maybe you feel that way is i there's one person who was posting stuff i'm like like I know you said some racist things. Like mm. I was there when you said Oof. it. So I'm like, oh, that's. Kind I was at the of- same clan meeting. <laughs> <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> What's the second question, man? Oh yeah, second question. Yeah, thank you. Fuck, it kept me on track. Oh okay. Um, did you ever watch the barracks? 
dot com like when you're growing up skateboarding no he no. has no idea what that is okay no you uh, <laughs> you are deep like i was watching your story the other day with like what kind of skateboard do you ride and people getting all in detail i'm like god damn like yeah. people are talking over there like car parts that well it's important to me and there's there's yeah. so few brands in skateboarding that it's super easy to vet it out so everyone has like very personal choices that's what i noticed too like that's you know. really funny like you were talking like oh that is too big of a board for me like mm-hmm. like i couldn't do a kickflip with that thing and i yeah. was just like oh man i never thought like that certain board would affect the style that you want to skate or like oh what? it has I, such a big influence. i know I especially like, I one of the that. one of the um most tragic parts about my life this is how fucking white privilege i am um one of the most tragic parts about my life is that because of my size and stature and weight on a skateboard, I can't skate as well as other people mm. growing up. I couldn't skate as well. I was husky. I couldn't get off the ground as well. I couldn't do tricks as well. So I had to kind of like learn this like husky kid style uh-huh. and do these like husky kid tricks. Yeah. Damn. I should have been with you. I and was now, backing on the board too. <laughs> and, and like everyone I know that's good at skateboarding is tall and skinny, mm-hmm. but they're, I don't know anyone who is like, my silhouette and good at skateboarding like it's just recently that there's been like a really good husky pro skater his name is jamie foy mm. and if he was around when i was a kid it might have given me a little bit more motivation to be like oh maybe i can do handrails yeah. or something you know oh yeah yeah so, you know what though i will say like i've seen uh, videos of you skating and i was like whoa it like it almost seems like unnatural to watch you do it because you're so big yeah and like you're doing like this it. finesse. I'm like, whoa, it's cool to see though. And same with um, and I wonder now it makes me think of like um, I think uh we both know him, uh, Chris Navarro. Yeah, he's one of my good oh yeah, yeah. Chris, friends. Dude, Chris is like I haven't paid attention to the skateboarding scene, but I mm-hmm. watched Chris's videos and I'm like, is Chris like a pro? Like does like Chris like <laughs> he totally is, he totally could be like in the right respects. I mean, I'm just like, dude, he's I, right off a fucking video game when I'm watching his videos. I'm like, he's great. He's, he's a fantastic, he's incredible. Yeah, he's absolutely great. And then he's like a small, skinny guy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. does that help him kind of like with the physics of his skateboarding? Like, I don't know. Probably. I God, think I think so his good. size it's also crazy. Be, also when you're smaller, obstacles look bigger, mm. and that looks cooler. I'm uh, so big that every obstacle I skate looks like I'm look smaller. Uh, looks like I'm trying to use a kid's obstacle or something, mm-hmm. and then the or I have to step up to the big ones that I'm too scared of. So it's this horrible catch twenty two of like I have the awkward tall fat body. Mm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, make it work. Thick body. Thick. You support that. All right. So, anyways, the second question was um, to do. It says, if you were on a trickopedia on the barracks, what trick would it be? This was something. It's kind of like trick tips, but they don't give you tips. They oh, just okay. repeat the trick over slowly in slow motion and have these really great. Um, kind. It kind of breaks down the trick and the movements of the feet because you really get a in depth analysis just visually of what movements are going on. Mm. So that that's what uh, the trickopedias were. And say like Lizard King, this guy Lizard King has a great kickflip. He'd be on doing the kickflip and like uh, this guy Dylan Reader, rest in peace, he had a great impossible. So he'd maybe he'd have an impossible. So he, my friend Colby, who I grew up skateboarding with, was um he asked me, he's like, what trick? So what would my trick be if I was on a trickopedia, mm. if I had it to show someone? Um, I, I don't know, maybe double kickflips. Mm. I'm really good at those. I 
typically don't have a problem with them. I've had them my whole, I never lost that trick. I like that trick. It's a, I don't do any other trick nearly as well. Hmm. <laughs> like consistently. I don't know. I really that's, couldn't tell you. That's so funny. Like that's so interesting. Like that, that like skateboarding, like everyone can have their thing. Like I just th- thought of the idea, like that's really cool. Like if you want to like really master something, mm-hmm. like just the art of mastery, like, yeah. Wouldn't you want to learn a double kickflip from the guy who does double kickflips the best and yeah. how they do yeah. it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like in any sport really, like, like in baseball, like, okay, who's like, who's the best guy to like put a line drive down mm-hmm. third, like David Wright. Like, so like, okay. we'll listen to David Wright yeah. talk about it. Like, so like who throws the best sliders and like, that's really cool, man. I, I think that's really cool. I think it's cool for like kids, like wanting to get good at skateboarding too. Cause yeah. then they that's a, put their thing on it and it just kind of layers. Fucking thing that kills me. And I know an older generation than me also hates it. Um, kids are so good at skateboarding today because they have so much access to content and perception of what's possible on mm. a skateboard and there's it's such a skate friendly culture out there that like kids there's kids now that are probably 11 years old that are better than i've ever been at skateboarding oh dude it I, it, it makes me first of all i fucking do not like kids no. <laughs> like especially on skateboards like no one was nice to me as a kid on a skateboard and they hated me and i totally see why now oh yeah those annoying little fucking kids on skateboards dude holy shit and and skateboarders are some of the most sensitive whiny bitches i I, it's so funny i used to think that we were cool because we weren't like the jocks Uh and in reality a whole lot of that was like we were just little pansies and the jocks were um something that we couldn't kind of live up to mm. as males yet mm. as far as that goes so because i find myself like oh i just really want it i wish i would have done wrestling in baseball oh, in high yeah. school like that really would have been great to have those you know, and i didn't because i was such a negative mentality against sports and it, and now it's like i'm so obsessed uh-huh. with sports in such a weird way i'm wearing an entire outfit of golf clothes <laughs> right now i just that's my new thing it looks good on you though. thank you it's i feel so comfortable um but yeah so fucking that's yeah man that's really interesting that man there's something about sports that's funny though i was like the opposite way like growing up like i played i was like the total american kid like it was all about baseball and sports and then man i started getting into music yeah and then like i felt like i had to drop the sports element like I can't be a rock star and a baseball player, so it, I almost like threw like the jockness yeah. away. Is there anything cooler though than seeing your favorite musicians and they like love sports? Ye- oh, like, oh yeah. my god! Like you're normal too. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's like when you see someone who does something that's kind of quintessential, like baseball, and they like Metallica or something. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you're kind of like cool too. Well, yeah, man, that was me for like um, Mike Piazza, who's like my favorite like player growing up mm-hmm. like i found out he like liked to play drums and he was a metalhead that's awesome and that i think that might have influenced my music taste because like when i found out mike piazza liked metal i was like what's heavy metal and that's how i get into like corn and drowning pool and slipknot and all those wow. bands did you ever listen to like real heavy metal oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was on to deathcore you know oh. what's funny man i cannot like sometimes that shit hits me if like i'm feeling it 
But like, I can't listen to it all the time like I used to. I don't have any like. I don't think I have any guilty pleasure music. I like the music I liked, and it was always cool because I I think I vetted the like cringy stuff that seemed disingenuous, which was all of that core stuff when I was a kid, mm. when I was a teenager. I was like, this isn't lasting. This is not. I don't know. Deathcore, metalcore. Blech. Yeah, I I know like I can't I can't feel it now. It's yeah, man. I I kind of wish I did because I remember I was so into music at that time. Like, have you like? I think, you, like, how much do you listen to music now? Um, once or twice a month. Man, I don't listen to music like I like I do. Like, I'll listen to it in the car with the kids, oh, which I, is really cool. I was listening to it on the way to the gym, and that's it. So about twenty five minutes, maybe three days a week. Mm. See, like, you know what's funny now? Like, I realized this the other day. Like, I got I got over classic rock. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm it's just like, dude, so sick of it. I don't want to hear any more classic well, rock. But now what's happening is I don't hear, I, I hated hearing the classic rock radio songs. Yes. Now I need to see the B-sides. Yes, the deep that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I still, like, I think I can listen to, like, everything off Appetite for Destruction except yeah. Sweet Child of Mine and yeah. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. But now my kids love those songs. And it's so cool to watch mm-hmm. them. Like, Access it. Like, oh, man. I remember my, my, um, my girl's son is like requesting. Like, that's his song request is um, like, uh, Welcome to the Jungle or Sweet Child on Mine. And like seeing him get into it. And then like I remember my daughter was looking like when she heard that opening riff on Sweet Child yeah. of Mine. She's like, who is this? Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she heard that riff. That's all it. And same with Iron Man. I remember like my kids like, like yeah, and that's the another thing. My greatest. girl signed work, and like that, and then my daughter was like, "What is that?" Just knowing the song Iron Man carried me through like third and fourth grade with yeah. the, this amount of coolness, mm-hmm. and that's how I like made a a dear friend when I was in elementary school. It yeah, was just yeah, that song. man, that's so funny, funny, man. Me too. My friend like JC, who's a little older than me, he like liked Sex Pistols and. Um, mm-hmm. And it was funny, like I said, I liked the Six Pistols too, but like I didn't really like them as much. I liked the Ramones a lot. Yeah, the Ramones were. Oh well, yeah, you, oh you got Road to Ruins. Right I have there. a tattoo. I mean, yeah. Oh, do you have a Ramones tattoo? Yes, I do. Oh shit, nice. But yeah, I got into them, and then I just got every. I everything was the same, like punk, classic rock, heavy metal. It was mm-hmm. like it was just all rock. Yeah. And then I started getting into like Corn, mm-hmm. and I remember that was like the first album I ever bought. Was a corn that's album. funny the first album i ever bought was a sex pistols album oh yeah 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 everyone remembers that i don't think kids are gonna get that now kids they are not gonna get oh, that i remember like, my first download i know like people are just not dude not i can't same. wait to hear the just gross like and then i i hit shuffle on that playlist and my life was never the same like it's never no, gonna be it's, the same and it grosses me out it sucks man I mean, I'm glad because like fuck the next generation, anyways. Uh, <laughs> just just by default, I don't even care what they think and what they think or believe in. Just fuck I'm them so the opposite. I'm all about the t- like. That's always so like I hate when people talk about our generation. Like, what about our generation? This and the millennials. I'm like fuck the millennials. Like I'm caring about the little ones coming up. Like because like these are our problems. Like we're adults, we should handle our problems. Like, but like you know like how can you like I don't know like we're the parents in the car, and if we're having road rage, how can we? expect the kids in the back seat to not have road rage and act like assholes yeah my parents had road rage growing up and now i i think about murdering 
drivers all the time. Man, I do not have road rage. I'm so happy. Like sometimes I will. I keep very rare. I keep very little, rare. little poppets in my ashtray mm-hmm. to throw at cars that are rude oh, and shitty drivers goodness. because I know it's not going to hurt their car and it's going to fuck with it with them and fuck them up. Oh. And they hate it because you hear that snap on your car. And you're like, what the hell was that? And then there's uh, no marks. Like, I don't, man, I don't get, like, sometimes, like, some not, cuts not you off. Not that I've ever actually done it. I just keep them there just in case. Just in case. Man, I, like, man, I just don't. Like, even when someone cuts me off and I'm like, you know what, man? Like, you've cut it off people, too. And, like, you didn't mean it, to act like an ass when you cut him off. It was an accident. So I'm sure he had an accident, too. Like, it's so uncomfortable to be to when someone's around when you have road rage oh it's like it's i was i've almost been killed in cars with kylie and she gets more upset at me for being angry than like the person almost killing us made her Uh, i'm like is it really that bad like when i'm fucking lashing out like this person almost ended our life oh man i get like that with my girl my girl got more road rage than me and i'm just like yo babe you need to chill the fuck out no, when, and even if someone does cut us off or something oh like, my god when kylie gets road rage i think about buying her dinner <laughs> I'm like you are a babe like i'm just like oh cool you welcome to the rest of the civilization oh uh, yeah we're, kylie we're not seems like she has like a very calm demeanor about her yeah it's because you know she's insane <laughs> no, i'm just kidding oh damn she is she's so much more even tempered and like probably mentally healthier of a person than me I'm a fucking lunatic. I don't know how she puts <laughs> opposites up attract. Opposites attract. There we go. I know. I always feel like my girl is way more smarter than me. Like, it's oh my goodness. Like she's academically smart. Like oh, okay. it's crazy yeah. how like she's like she gets scholarships for being smart. Like she's <laughs> like she's smart. Like she's so it's like and then we'll have discussions. I'm like oh I'm just a dumb idiot. But like, it's good because it's probably made you smarter. Oh yeah, it's made, made you more yeah. intelligent. Yeah. So it's she's definitely thing. helped in that way. But um, man, well, good luck on Sandy. You gonna start doing comedy there too? Yeah, there's just more comedy clubs. I still have more questions out there. Oh, you do? Fucking, I have three <laughs> more questions. Well, let's fire them off quick. Okay, here. One is rapid fire. Two girls, one cup, or one guy, one jar? I did not see. I did not see. Um, one guy, one jar? No. What is that? A guy sticks a jar in his ass and then it breaks. Oh, Jesus. Um, Two girls, one cup, because I watched that with my mom, dad, and cousin no. when I was, I don't know, 11. Oh. So, and then another person asked, how many pubes are on your gooch? 24. Thank you. Um, and then another gentleman, maybe the guy who actually shared that Peterson video with me, that jujitsu meme page. Mm. Anyways, he says, who are the Bolsheviks and how many people did they kill? Well, the Bolsheviks <laughs> were a Soviet faction of communists and Marxists that killed, um, I don't know, <laughs> fucking, uh, five to nine million people, I think. Let me see. Bolsheviks. I literally, let me, let's look at a Bolsheviks. Hold on. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get on the dark side. I thought we were getting happier. But man, have you seen, you know what trips me out about all this, like, social progress that's going over here about, like, everything Black Lives Matter and, you know, and rightfully so in some cases. But, like, what's happening in China, like, man, there is a genocide happening in China right now, and nobody's talking about it. It's, I was reading this article. Well, do today. you know why? Because there's a billion people, they're not going to notice if there's a genocide of people there. I mean, but, like, even here, and it's like, it's not just, like, just people, but I'm, I'm like, seriously, though, I'm like, 
why is like no one acknowledge it's super weird that like and it's horribly uncomfortable that nobody's just no one wants to talk about it no one wants to get together and say like hey rest of the world like there's a genocide happening and we we're can't doing do shit nothing about it. about it they would they would enslave us as a country uh, what are we gonna do hey stop doing what you do because we said so and they're like fuck you oh uh, no yeah they, and like they won't it's a superpower you can't argue with a superpower like that you have to have careful fucking um talks and discussions God, like I much like trump's doing <laughs> um, jesus i know we have trump or biden as president i'm just like how do we get here man how do we get here i tell you i'll tell you how we got here you let the gays get married in 2008. <laughs> you fucking, that's all it took. Obama was elected and then the gays got married oh, and everything's been, fu- and the American dreams have been dying ever since. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Nelson looked at me like, is he still, is he, is he smiling? Is I, he serious? <laughs> I think, <laughs> let, let, all right, let, let's answer this question. Okay. The Bolsheviks, uh, okay. uh, the Bolshevik plague that began in Russia was the greatest. They set in motion a chain of events that would kill millions and inflict a near fatal, wow, many of Oof. So um, it was a hundred years of communism. Damn. And a hundred million people were killed in this time because of the Bolshevik plague. Oh. Yeah. So also known as Red Terror. So it is. I mean, I guess you could talk. The Red Terror specifically is uh, like a secret police of the Bolsheviks. Mm-hmm. Um, they killed like two million people. So I, I people like to think that they're going to have some utopian idea of Marxism, but that's super fuck Karl Marx. And that guy, that guy was literally penniless, borrowed everything from everyone, never did shit with his life and was disease ridden. And then people trusted the books and shit he wrote. And I mean, listen, even a broken clocks right twice a day. So there is some merit. And I think everyone should read Karl Marx and have a yeah. deep understanding of the, antithesis to Mm-mm. how society should be in my opinion um but to fucking be like oh, i'm a marxist i'm a communist i hope not yeah man that's a that's that wasn't so... real communism what are you gonna I, do I, be the I, guy I, who has real communism they'll kill you You'll i know never that's, get there like that's so odd how like i don't understand how people cannot look at that and i like i'm very much a free market dude but like, there's definitely some flaws about the free market. Yeah, but guess what? But there's it's also like, but a like communists that like never sig- admit the wrongs. Like, and they say it's not real communism. I'm like, okay, well, or Marxism let, or socialism. Yeah, whatever it's like, like I like capitalism, but like, why there's child slavery? Like, it's partly because of capitalism. Like, you know, like it's like it has to be fixed, and it's like it seems someone, like someone socialist should, yeah. socialism, like. There's not a lot of room for fixing, I've noticed. Like, once it's in place, it's in place, and yeah. it can only be driven more and not. And, like, there has to be a whole collapse to draw back. Where, like, with a free market, like, you can buy from somewhere else. You can, like, as a buyer and seller, like, like okay, like Wayfair, like, okay, I'm not going to do business Wayfair. Wayfair will go away, and that will slow down some human trafficking, hopefully. Well, one of the greatest points to the whole argument is people eh, it's definitely true fuck those guys (laughs) fucking bunch of child sex trafficking pieces of shit um the whole fucking like joke of the situation is people posting about capitalism on iphones 
Yes. I know. Like, and people fuck say, this system. I know. And people are so they're so like, you well, you have, have that. To. Someone posted a picture of a dog and they were like, what's he thinking about? And he's like, oh, uh, he's thinking about the evils of capitalism or something. And I was like, that dog would be being eaten if it we, yeah, weren't in a capitalist like people society. Like, it's just so weird how I'm, people I'm pretty don't. sure he's so much better off in this society as a pet than a I, dish. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, people, I mean, like Joe Rogan the other day, it's like, I think people are idealist and they think like, yeah, why can't we all be more egalitarian? But yeah. it's like, it's yeah. a numbers game too, man. Like you get too many people in a room. I think the total that you can have a, successful peaceful society is like 75 to 150 it's a little i think it's like 130 i want to say it's it was a lot more than so i thought cult. but it's not a yeah good cult yeah. like some good know. cults you know what nobody talks about that <laughs> there might there might be some good cults out there yeah you, you might know. call them cults you know they're good like like buddhist temples like people live like mm-hmm. buddhists just live in temples like probably pretty little culty but you know what they're all super cool people I don't believe in having uh, rules and limits for people. I don't think there should ever people. be an all. <laughs> What's that? There just shouldn't be an all. Like, yeah. all cults are bad. Maybe no. some cults are there good. Should, there's no absolutes like that. Life is too nuanced. There's too many gray areas. Um, I just don't think that people should make rules for other people and laws and things that restrict their freedoms. I think that people should have their own set of principles and follow them accordingly. And if they find someone who um, mirrors those values, that's who they should spend their life with. And if they find people they disagree with, they should also spend their life around those people. So they have an enlightened sense of perspective, get other people's fucking, you know, and I'm sure, you know, us fucking talking out of our asses is the perfect perspective for you to be (laughs) enlightened by. That's how we feel. No, I'm with that too, man. All right. All right, Nelson. Dallas. This has been a long time coming. A long time coming. I'm so happy to have you on. I'm sorry it took so long. I'm sure it was equal my fault. I and I fucked up yesterday too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, because that's you, right. you were supposed yeah, to be yeah. on yesterday. Didn't happen. I slept for twelve hours instead. And also my mom and people were home, so I was like, Yeah, not good. They could have came on too, man. <laughs> you know they, she might have she might have just barged in my door and I would like, Mom, I'm turning banker. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Where's my friends? Are you alone? You're embarrassing me. <laughs> but uh Yeah. All right. Man, now do you know if your guests re listen to these podcasts that they're on? The, yes, they do. They do. I don't I get it. They will not. I don't. I don't care if anyone that is ever on listens to an episode. It me, that's it's, good. It's I, totally fine. This is just my show. I've, I've listened to it. That's to be nice. Fair. Um, my first time I was on a podcast, I did not listen to the episode after the idea that someone does is crazy. It is just doesn't make sense to me. Oh yeah. I, I know. I was thinking about do. that. I think people are just so narcissistic and they're like, did I say anything cool? Did I say anything bad? Did I say anything stupid? They're just so worried about themselves. And it's like, we had a beautiful conversation. It was. Yeah. yeah. Don't ruin it, please. No. <laughs> Cancel the whole fucking thing down. <laughs> you, you have a great internal clock. I think it's time to kick this thing out the door. Nelson Almodovar. Thank you so much. Thank I love you, you very much. I'm so happy to have done this. This is a, a bad attic. Blech. What is it called? The bad, bad etiquette. The bad etiquette podcast. Where the fuck are you? <laughs>